0: Welcome back to the Ecotech Podcast. As always, I'm your host, slowly blowing the fingers off academic rivals, Jay. Join as, join as always is my co-host, the takedown of industrialization, Z. How are you doing today, Z? I'm doing great. Are you glad you I didn't make you <laughs> Ted Bundy? Not Ted Bundy. Ted Kaczynski? Yeah. <laughs> my apologies. Run, Ted. Uh, yeah, no, I am glad. You know, you know, a different me, a different, a different time, I would have actually made you Ted Kaczynski. I mean, but that's it, kind of the implication still. One of us is Ted Kaczynski, like we're collectively... Going hand in hand to be Unabomber man, yeah. But we, I, I guess we just talked about his goals, his, his, True. his <laughs> insane process. Great, great, no, yeah. But he, he was, was gonna cool, do cool. it, he, but he, he wrote that manifesto, and it was he was gonna. Yeah, and he was so cool. It was so close. He would have done it so fast. Those, those people are the same people who were like, do you hear about this thing like a couple months ago where people were reading like some of literal Osama bin Laden's <laughs> manifestos, and they were like, oh my god, he's got some points I never realized. The mainstream media has been hiding this, and it's like, are you a it's like I the West unfa- is falling, unfathomable, and it's like, yeah, man, we got some problems, and he has got some points, but you're literally describing a, the the man who did nine like, eleven. It's like if you read Mein Kampf, like this Hitler guy's got a lot of good points, I, which okay, people almost, do almost, yeah, and we don't, yeah, exactly, we don't, we don't give those people a lot of credence. It's a similar thing when people are like, oh, Tagusinski has yeah, of course he had some points about industrialization. But he also went about it and uh, also, yeah, also also killed just, people. Yeah. He also just blew a bunch of people's fingers off. Like, a, like, what are you talking about? Because he was insane. He was yeah, unwell. Man, you were, were going to get him. You really almost got him all, Ted. By blowing that computer <laughs> store employee's fingers off, you you almost took down the whole system. Close to bringing it all down. It was him and Bill Gates if they hadn't gotten to you so fast. So you're going to read yeah. Mao's little red book and be like, you know, the Cultural Revolution, really great for China. They really did everything right. I watched this movie a couple weeks ago <clears> from last year. It's called To Catch a Killer. It's got Shailene Woodley. And um, Mads Mickelson. Oh. No, what? not Mads Mickelson. Oh. The other one. There's another Mickelson? No. Star- uh, Skarsgård? No, no, no. He's um, he's in Rogue One. He's in Secret Invasion. <laughs> that guy. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. So he's similar. Yeah. There's a mouthfeel. Yeah, I got there. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's just about like a crazy like mass shooter bomber guy. Mm-hmm. And it turns out at the end, that's just what his whole thing is. <laughs> they like get him at the end and he's like, yeah, man, but like society... Everything's so loud and too much technology, and it's like, yeah, man. But you you murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> it's a really kind of similar vibe. It's yeah. Like a real Ted Kaczynski living what, in a cabin type dude, but it's like, yeah, but you murdered a bunch of people. And it's not gonna help. You, you didn't do it. You didn't, you didn't. You actually want to help people. You right. just wanted you just to just be crazy. You're insane. You're insane. You're, yeah, you're, you have you're a uh, you know schizophrenic who has like a couple good thoughts, who had two good thoughts before he was talking about the voices in his head. Yeah, but whatever. So anyway, we don't f- endorse Ted Kaczynski. No, definitely not. Two thumbs down. It's and listen, I feel like have your cake and eat it too. It makes plenty of sense. It's fine. It doesn't. Yeah, I feel like it gets the point across. I think it was uh, okay. You don't need to say have your eat your cake and have it too. No, uh, because you know it makes grammatical sense. If it, if it didn't, we probably wouldn't say it as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always think it's kind of funny. No, nah, maybe not funny. Maybe morbidly funny. How the, his brother was like? Is my brother the Unabomber? He's like mm, I really hope he is. And his wife's like, "He's the Unabomber, man! <laughs> Fucking in. He's like, "All right, I guess. He's, I guess my brother's the Unabomber." <laughs> he's his brother he's the oh, Fuck. Because well, he fit the profile and everything. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> he was already one of the guys they had like <laughs> yeah, they nar- were- <laughs> narrowed in on. And he's like, "Guys, I think it might be my brother." And you're like, "You, Ted Kaczynski's brother? Yeah, we think so too. All yeah, right, yeah well, guess what? He was our number one guy. We were gonna get him like tomorrow. It's impressive, because most of the time, you, I feel like all too often, you know, law enforcement." Feels so so incompetent. They yeah. actually had the FBI. Some that that profiling thing they do is actually like effective. Effective, it seems like. Yeah, they were like these are mine hunters or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, <laughs> let's actually get to. Yeah, we're going to talk about <laughs> uh, premiere of the Bad Bash first three episodes, Bad, Bad season three. Yeah, <laughs> the two episodes you care about and the one in the middle. I was thinking about this. This has to be the first thing we've ever covered for three seasons, right? I feel like I do this a lot. Like I probably yes at I some think, point. I think this stop, is stop. Uh, Making a big deal out of it, but <laughs> yeah, it's the first in a time. row. Yeah, I think it would be. I mean, at this point, the way everything goes, right? We've only had like a handful of things that we've even done two seasons of, yeah. And we have things that have technically three seasons, but we've only covered, Where we've only actively been covering them in real time for one or two. I think this and then the bear's gonna be three, but I mean, the bear's up there, Loki. I guess the, actually, maybe some of the comedy, one, but even then, maybe Letterkenny technically, but we never really talked about it. We've uh, done two seasons of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, that's true. We've done... Is like low-key? Yeah, there's really not... Again, there's just not many that have come back for a second season yet. We're going to get season two of like, you know, The Last of Us in, I don't know. A hundred years. 26. Yeah. We get House of the Dragon. That's soon, right? Yeah, but that was... That was two that years that'll ago. That'll also be the second. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. We well, we've done it to death. But anyway, Bad Batch. So what are the episodes called? Pull them up here. Uh, geez. Oh, jeez. Oh, this episode one... What happened? What has occurred? Your response controller kind of sucks. I mean, it might just be user error. It's sick for Halo. I think it's just the UIs of these stupid haps. Yeah. So we got Confined, Pads Unknown, and Shadow of... Tonight. Shadows of Tantis. Tantis. Shadows of uh, So, yeah. So, first one is a completely Omega... Pos- well, actually, two out of three end up being completely confined to... Uh, to ta- Confined? Mm-hmm. On, in the Shadows of Tantus. you might say. <laughs> <laughs> to um, Mount Tantis with, with Omega and Crosshair in captivity, which is kind of interesting. I think it's a cool choice. Um, mm-hmm. It's not what I, you know, predicted based off the trails was like, oh, we're just going to do that cold open into like a goofy action scene. Um, no, I was expecting that. Which is fine. I think it makes sense. So, um, yeah, obviously find the events of last season, Omega and, and Cross are both captive. So she has this very like routine, mundane kind of life, right? We see yeah. it play out a few times across these two episodes of just like, wake up. All right, Omega, let's go. Let's go collect all the blood. Go do our things. And then, okay, Omega, go go tend with the the dogs or whatever. Uh, But this first episode in particular, I think, has a really interesting kind of arc, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We don't make any progress to getting out or anything uh, in this episode, right? Yeah. There's not any real grand plans constructed or or anything. But um, there's just this this through line, basically, with the the Hound and with Crosshair. And there's obviously, like, parallels and stuff at play here. Mm -hmm. Where Omega has to learn this lesson, ultimately, that, like, sometimes by helping, she might make things worse yeah which is like a it's kind of it's a pretty heavy lesson for you know, an idealistic kid to have to learn i think, I think it's cool yeah it's because uh she start we when we start she's only been in there for like two weeks or something she's scratching every day she scratches a little another niche in her little window and then they're like oh I'm, she's like oh i'm gonna try to break out i'm trying to figure out a way and then it like cuts and there's like three times as many scratches so it's like she's not making any real headway they're pretty locked down tight uh, which i find to be interesting uh, now the again. She does like the same things every day. It's, oh, like Martin, eat those. We get yeah, little... the monotony of it. It's like drilling away at her. Emory, we obviously get a lot more out of you know. So we found out she's a clone. We found out that at the very end of last season, right? That was the reveal. She's like, I'm a clone like you, and because the, the implication is like maybe they're um, based off the same same template. Mm-hmm. Maybe not though. It's still confusing. We obviously don't have all the answers. Even even still, as terms of Omega and what she is. Yeah, but we know that they can't. Shoot, they don't. Nala does not want them to test her blood because, like, if they get your blood, they're gonna watch you. Cause yeah, well, that's in the third episode, really. But yeah, but they, they, they she starts. That's <laughs> she's we. She starts to her blood in this first one for. Oh, does she? Yeah. Is that thing that ha- I guess I wasn't paying. Attention. You you can see her now. Say like obstruct that. Mm. See, so, yeah, I mean, again, we don't have all the answers because it's like, well, a lot of people are have all have been operating under the assumption that Omega is. Just somehow, a, literally, a clone of Django Fett, still, but yeah. they just made her into a girl, basically, and then give her blonde hair. I mean, there's obviously the whole like people think that, you know, we've definitely gotten into this, but some people think Omega is trans, or at the very least, is a trans allegory. I don't know. It's weird. It gets, it gets complicated because you can't really ascribe those terms to like weird sci-fi logic because mm-hmm. it's like making a cloning someone and then making them female isn't the same as being trans transgender, obviously. So it, it gets but kind then of her lost. In, her and Emery, they don't look overly... Similar. Similar, yeah. Because Omega's got blonde hair, and it doesn't seem like that's... Like, she's not dying that or anything, right? No. Nice. From, from anything we can tell. Yeah. So if her hair's blonde, and everyone, on, all the other clones' hair is brown, or dark blind. black. Yeah. Um, and her hair... And, and then Emery's hair is brown. Like and also, it's like, is Emery... Um, is, is she like an accelerated clone, like the rest of them? That's why she's the age she is, or... She's just a regular clone. I mean, she would have to be, I guess. She can't... Because yeah. otherwise, she can't be much older than... She has to be like Omega and... Boba Fett's age mm-hmm. otherwise, so. Presumably that's the thing. Uh, or she's just older. She's just a clone prior to the whole... Django Fett. Django Fett, Fett thing. Yeah. Which is kind of the weird thing, right, about, like, Camino is that they're, like, the cloners, and we don't really know of any other, like... Mass cloning projects? That's really... Yeah, we don't really know of any projects and stuff they do. Ultimately, like, cloning in Star Wars in, in canon is pretty confined to... Django Fett. Django Fett, right? In Legends, they had all those other... You know, it's like, we can clone Luke, and we can clone Palpatine, and obviously the Palpatine stuff is... Starting to get fleshed out in this, including literally in these episodes. But um, in general, it's like, wait, if the Kevin Owens are like famous for being cloners, what do they? What do they do? Is it more like one-offs? You just went them if you wanted a clone of your son that died. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And they make weird. you pay them like a billion credits. Kind of grim, but it seems like it's. I guess it's probably a hard thing to do, even in Star Wars. Making clones is like a quite involved process and probably expensive and time consuming. Yeah, so it's you just, only like, have to do like map it out. So ten you get, every. Yeah. Four years and so, probably keep Or maybe going. it means that it's prohibitive if you're not wanting a bunch of guys to do stuff. Also, is there any ethics involved? I mean, the whole thing is that the Kaminoans, right, they don't exist in, like... They're in, like, the Unknown Regions or Wild Space or something. They're way they're Like, we don't even know where they are, like, where they... Like, they're not part of the Republic kind of thing, so... Yeah, they're, like, they're kind of going wild with it. Their data gets deleted by Count Dooku so no one can find them. Because, obviously, I mean, as the Clone Wars in this show are happy to get into, the ethics are, uh... Questionable at best, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cloning a bunch of people and then using them as soldiers. Send them out, train them only to be soldiers. Oh, I see. This is a scene right there. That, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So I guess we didn't know it was her blood, but we can then later on, right through context, we can put that all together. No, we can see it. Oh, is this right here? it's, oh. it's right. Here. Her face pop up. Oh, I see. Up. Okay, so. Because we see her. She just put in one that was a normal one. She just did the normal thing, and now she, she's bringing her all the stuff that she just nice. had. Well, so in that case, it's a wonder they don't catch on sooner. <laughs> she, she's just throwing it in like a bin, immediate, like the bin right in front of there, yeah. like destroys it. So I was like, why don't the droids see that? But I guess if they're destroyed, she you can just fuck with them, delete their memories or something. Uh, we do get the little bit of backstory for Emery is that she's been like Hemlock, like somehow took her under his wing. Yeah, trainer to be his like assistant because he saw potential in her yeah they don't, they don't clone like bad people <laughs> they seem to usually make clones off of like the best sort of people they can find for the process so yeah or Django fed I, I don't think well yeah <laughs> or Django fed <laughs> um, but it doesn't seem like they really just kind of wing it yeah i kind of do so. i i was thinking she might be just a clone of hemlock that's well, so how that could be because she's be like she they have a similar i was like well she doesn't have like black hair or blonde hair she's like with him all the time and like his right hand yeah it seems like it'd be best person to trust would just be a clone of yourself that you could just train to be as smart as you he has this whole like she has a whole name even too i don't remember like a first and last name yeah they say it i think at one point in this episode so it's like wait i guess she just has like a fictional name and backstory i don't know yeah. i'm sure some some book will tell us yeah, probably. <laughs> eventually well, okay. but yeah i'm just saying it's not exactly like he didn't have to really be, like, a visionary, right? To be yeah. like, oh, I think this clone is going to be a useful uh, companion here. But I don't know. She's just, like, he's just on board with it. It's weird. Her, her character is definitely interesting. Well, I'm sure we'll see her play out more because it's, like, I don't know. Does she have a, a chip of some kind of her own or she just really believes in it? Or she's, because it, she doesn't really actually seem to have any kind of, like, passion for the cause or anything, she's right? She's pretty lifeless. She's just, kind of, Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the best way to put it. She's just like, oh, I don't know, do what I'm told. I don't really question. Why would I question? You know, I guess I'll just make these horrible weapons to kill everybody, but like, yeah, whatever. it's a job. I'm going to clock in. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's, I see, yeah. Oh, she literally, I really must have not been paying attention. <laughs> she literally says, why'd you, why'd you throw that out? <laughs> and she's lying. Like, don't worry about I it. Don't <laughs> tell fucking anybody I did that. My bad. I did a little centrifuge. Yeah, it's cool. Cool space centrifuge yeah it's interesting like how bulky it looks like as as time and time goes on i always think about like how star wars tech kind of has to always look like how we thought tech would look in 1977 yeah yeah how yeah, like, we talked about it before like star wars is you know ultimately kind of inconsistent with like what they have what they do in there yeah because there's it's it seems at times like they are behind like us you know mm-hmm. but uh they don't have like ho- they don't like they don't have like vi- voice to chat like in that in and Android is like the only time i've ever seen like they have like a facetime thing where you can call and yeah, also see someone true. yeah yeah they got the holograms but that's different maybe well, because holograms are worse than facetime they make yeah. you a blue person and they and like, oh fizzy. you're three-dimensional but you're weird and fizzy and blue so yeah it's can't strange. really see around the person exactly it's you're right it's it's all has to kind of be based on like the baseline of like what they thought in the late 70s no paper some, but also again i mean star wars has never been hard sci-fi either like it's a lot of it is just like aesthetic and and what you think it should look like like, or just what would be cool honestly not even like you know it's not like star trek where they're like oh let's put some real thought into like how you know interstellar travel is going to work in the future right Mm -hmm. and star wars are just like you enter a blue dimension and you come out the other side isn't that cool and the whales take it sometimes the whales are in there too and you're just like wouldn't that be fun it's it's fine because it's like do they have satellites in star wars how good are their cameras you know I, I, do they have? Do they have cable? Are they They got pay per view? <laughs> they have the Hollow Net? Maybe they do. Is that like the internet, or is it more like TV, or kind of both? It seems hard to say. Who, hard say. Don't worry about it. Why are there so many criminals everywhere? What's what do you? What's <laughs> life like? Feels like it's always just a criminal. There's so many bounty hunters and scoundrels and ruffians. Like no, and they're just it's well. like the West. It's like you know, very Western inspired. It's great. Love it. Kinda Good love stuff. It. Um, but yeah. So that's kind of it. I mean, like we said, she doesn't really make any progress in this first episode. The whole arc with the dog is that they're like, because you've domesticated, you've been so friendly to this dog, you've made it domesticated, and now we have no use for it. So no, it won't go kill all the bad animals out there. So we're going to kill it. <laughs> and she's like, I've really made a misstep here. No, not Betcha! No, Betcha, no! And so then she lets it out. But then he's like, again, you've domesticated it. It's going to die out there now. Which, it, I mean, spoiler alert, it doesn't, but... It could have. There's. He could have. <laughs> I don't know. He makes an interesting point, I think. Yeah. Even though ultimately it all ends well, I guess, I think there's an interesting lesson to be learned there for Omega. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Especially because, again, like, it's not very happy, but it's like, yeah, I man, sometimes if you get involved, it just makes it worse. Especially in this situation. It's very much like a, this is not a situation where you helping will make anything better because we've built this to be as terrible as it could possibly yeah. be. She has ultimately, like, no power. She's yeah, she's a prisoner just like like the, the dog. The dog, honestly. So and she keeps visiting her other dog in the kennel. The clone troopers are all so sad, just mulling around this As base. They all the just time. steal their blood <laughs> yeah. and do horrible things to them. <laughs> Poor guys. Then she goes sees the other dog in the cage that she likes to domesticate. Uh, crosshair, crosshair and he's like, wow, get out of here. What an analogy. Look at all the flowers. holes in the side of my head. Isn't it gross to look at? It is kind of gross to look at. Yeah, you know, so they just put the helmet back on him. He's all right though. He's still kind of grumpy. I thought he'd be nicer about it, but. He's always been a grump. He's always been a grump. He's not going to just not be a grump he's the one. He's the one who turns into a Nazi for a bit. He does. But then he come, he, came around. He hey, shot that guy last season in that sick-ass episode. They did, yeah. He's like, hey, lieutenant. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Pulls like a private pile on him. Love that. And then they, they ship him off to the, the uh, fucking test on him. So he's, he's the one who like told the boys last season, right? Mm-hmm. But even now he's like, ah, shut up, Omega. I don't want to leave. <laughs> There's no escape. I'm so tired. Grumble, grumble. I would leave without you in a second if I could. this is like, all right, I'd kill everyone so easily. Look at me. I'm so good at shooting. I'm crosshair. <laughs> like the little, little mark of looks like I'm wearing a gla- one glass to a glasses pair. Isn't that cool? There's a crosshair over my... It kind of looks like someone's targeting my head, actually, if you really think about what I'm applying here with this, but... I'm wearing a helmet most of the time, so you don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's cool, isn't that it? If I do it to myself, who knows? <laughs> I never thought of it until just a second, but yeah. Putting a bunch of crosshairs all over your body just makes it look like you're being targeted and... Someone's gonna shoot, shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> someone's always gonna shoot, and they know where to shoot you because you've right. made it a little they target. Go, oh, look! It. If I line up my crosshair with the one he's he's conveniently painted, upon <laughs> I'll <it." laughs> shoot him right through his fucking eye into his brain and kill him. Instead of like, it should be on your gun, but that's okay. He doesn't have a gun right now, so he had to improvise. Oh yeah, the but water the water looks nice coming out of her sink. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. This show sure looks great, man. Yeah, it's very like the, the Clone Wars stuff is very refined now. It really is. Yeah, they they. Zeroed in on it. They do that thing where, like, you know, which happens with animation, which is over the years, like, they build up all the assets, so they have more stuff to draw from. So they don't have to like build it all from scratch. They don't have to build everything from scratch every time, which means that they can spend more time making it look nice and
1: shading and the shadows
0: and all that. The show's so cool. It's so funny that, like, I don't, I I don't know what the Bad Batch budget is, but I was just thinking about this that, like, it's funny that the Clone Wars got canceled um, when you know when uh, Disney bought. Lucasfilm because it was like hemorrhaging, deemed money. prohibitively expensive at like two million an episode, two or three million an episode, and it was so funny because I remember as a twelve year old I thought that was incomprehensible. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, this costs three million dollars every episode." I've never seen that much money. Oh, shit, and it, it's kind of funny now. <laughs> and now, Joker two costs two hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, now Disney will, will pour like eight million dollars into anything. Just for fun, fifteen million an episode for like Percy Jackson, and it looks kind of like dog shit. A lot of their like live action shows are like not even that great looking. And then this, but this show's consistently sick. So yeah. I hope they, uh, you know, keep making these. And I think they will because I feel like the pendulum really has swung all the way around. Where even though the Clone Wars was prohibitively expensive back then, these animated shows are probably like good cost return for them, cost, yeah. cost benefit kind of thing. Where it's like. You know, I assume that when this shows, you know, we know this is the last season of The Bad Batch, it's going to be the kind of the end of an era here, right? You know, mm-hmm. I guess Clone Wars, little. although they keep managing to tie it back in. So maybe the, whatever the next thing is will also just kind of be part of the whole little Clone Wars shenanigan eco- ecosystem here, right? With Rebels and the Clone Wars and stuff. But either way, I think they're going to do something because I don't, I don't think they have any reason not to at this point. Yeah, they might as well keep going if it's working. And again, they, <laughs> these are like way cheaper than the live action shows now, I think. They're Absolutely, just, they, they swung are. Swung all the way back around. Um, but so then, season two or episode two, rather. Sorry, mm-hmm. we do come back to the boys, and you and I has both had the same thought here, where it's like this episode starts and it's just it's just Crosshair and Hunter, or sorry, Hunter and Wrecker, 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 Wrecker Hunter. We got some new, some kind of new crime syndicate faction guys, because we always they love doing that in these animated shows, don't they? Just put uh, put the pikes in it. Pikes are here. The I don't week, know who these guys are. The horn look fella. Looks like the horn. I assume that's the same horn people that we always have seen, right? Yeah. These are just different colors. Cause usually they're re- they just look like little devil guys, yeah, demons, red skinned demon boys, and the guy got his horn cut off before. Um, so this is some kind of new syndicate we're not aware of, and the the guys roll up with a Pike syndicate guy they've captured to be like, "Hey, you're gonna torture this guy to death, right?" <laughs> we got him for you though. I got the horn back that he cut off. <laughs> so they do that, and then uh, they give they give him the lo- the, the, the location of Omega uh, Omega. Or well, a they location. They give him the location of uh, one of. What's his name? Spaces. They're like this was a hemlock's lab. Go there, maybe or not. I don't care. I'm a grumpy crime pro- person. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you because I we're helping you out naturally. And then they get back to the ship, and you you and I both had the same thought of like, where is everybody? Where, it's so empty. What are they off? What are they off doing? And you're like, oh no, this this is all they have. This is it. This is it. Tech's dead. Echo retired. Crosshair and Omega are in prison, or at least he went to work with Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Omega's in prison. Crosshair's in prison. Tech's dead. Or maybe he's... not. Well, we'll see. It's a shame, huh? So it's just the two of them. It's so sad. And they're like... There's a couple shots in this where you can see like crosses... Or uh, Tex's broken glasses and like Omega's discarded... The all t- thing. T- Tuca doll thing. And you're just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> this sucks. This is so sad. And The thing is, it's like a lot of people are anticipating that we're going to get at least one more... Death of them? De- death in the Batch this season, which I, th- I think makes sense. I, I, I probably agree with that largely. It's, it's a tough one, man. It's, this show's honestly kind of depressing. Yeah. I think when it was first announced, it was like, ah, funny shit. We're just going to have a fun little adventure show where with weekly shenanigans with the bad, bad the goofy clones. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, they're all weird. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Every step of the way, it's like the horrors of war, the dehumanization, the humanization of these child soldiers, the mistreatment of our veterans in <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Face it. Look it in the eye. I'm torturing them in this lab. What if I made a beast that absorbed energy? It's like, wow. Yeah, this is grim. This is upsetting. So they go to the planet that this, uh, hem- that the location that these uh, horny boys give them. And, and it's, it's not Mount Tantiss. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, what the fuck happened? It's all gone. It's a different planet yeah, um, they where do. they, they based Delta Zero at this, this place. The classic Imperial move. Bought everything to, to dust. They pulled a covenant on it, really. They blasted yeah, it. Yeah, it. <laughs> Um, but they find some as you as you as you name them, some uh, <laughs> Lord of the Flies fellows. Lord of the Flies boys, some some Lord of the Flies clones who've been yeah. living in the wild. <laughs> but it's just three of them, so it's not much of a Lord of the Flies. No, and they seem to get along pretty well. Although there's a little bit of disagreement here, but we all you know, we all get to the same page of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're they're kinda grumpy. And they're like, We're living in alone. We're clone boys, we're the clone cadets, but we're they left we us got nothing to do. <laughs> they were they were testing on us. We're soldiers without a war. And he's like, Yeah, man, we all are. Get on there. That's the point of the bad bitch. You're in the bad Batch. <laughs> Come on. Get. <laughs> Join the club, man. Oh, you're soldiers without a war. <laughs> Fucking get in line. <laughs> what do you think we've been doing here for three seasons? Come on. Doing a war? There's no war. <laughs> but there could be soon. But the, the two of them are like, Well, we're not going to take you to the lab. It's scary there. There's all these vine monster things. They've made a horrible, you know, love crafting experiment because. The Empire has no regard for <laughs> the sanctity of life. <laughs> so they just make whatever no, they like, can Classic. We're aware of that. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that a couple of times Yeah, ourselves. Okay. okay. It makes sense. So, But then one guy's like, well, I'll go. If You guys are going to be losers about it. So they do it. There's some, you know, Vine hijinks. And then the two of them, the other two that they left behind are like, we're going to steal their ship because we're... ban on this planet. <laughs> we're grubby little clone boys. Uh, But then they, you know, well, they come around, don't they? They come yeah. back and save them. They're surrounded by the vines, and they go, "Please help, please, please the vines!" And then they go, "Yeah, all right, Well, we're gonna help. We gotta help. We've helped. We're here." And you're like, "Yeah, looking bad." Solidarity between the clones, brotherhood. We we've done it. Another classic bad batch moral. <laughs> and we've all got, fr- and we're all friends now. The clones get along, and, and they uh, take them to the island. And they take them to the island. That's fun. Sure, know. nothing bad will happen at that island this season. They'll be safe forever and ever. That island's gonna fucking sink into the sea. <laughs> oh, no. They're gonna delta zero the sea. The Empire's gonna out. base Delta Zero the island. No! no The big the big waves that are getting worse. They're oh, gonna geez. maybe sink into, oh no. They're gonna do a big tsunami they're gonna do a man made tsunami under that island, aren't they? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah they are. They bring Gonki along, that's fun. They're, yeah, well they need the power. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget the gunk droids are power. Yeah, they're just big batteries. They're just walking batteries. They have they have sentience. Again, that's Star Wars logic for you. Yeah, make your battery walk around. Like carry when you can make it walk? <laughs> to turn on this computer, we need a, <laughs> a fucking three foot by two foot block of a battery. <laughs> the biggest run, thing you've ever seen to run it for twenty minutes. <laughs> to run this little computer for twenty minutes. <laughs> this tiny screen with numbers, mostly buttons, like a calculator. Yeah, right. It's great. That was the seventies. They didn't know what technology was going to be. They didn't know, it. They didn't know what it was going to be like.
1: Touchscreen.
0: In the 70s, you saw that. You're like, oh, a whole computer can run <laughs> off that? That warehouse is where... Run- <laughs> you mean the thing that fits in that warehouse can run off that <laughs> box that big? <laughs> oh my god. That's incredible. The future is now. God. Brave new George, world. George Lucas, you goof. As if we shall agree with a great power that's confined. <laughs> if only he knew what the horrors awaited us. Yeah, right? Now we, now we have Sora making a bunch of crimes. He'll commit any <laughs> crime they tell you. Now we have, you know... A tiny little brick in our pockets that it's controls our every motion, records our every move. That's as powerful as, you know, like a high-end computer from like five years ago, much less like. <laughs> so they, they, they all figure it out. They go back to save them. That's great. And they get out. Um, this is the one that uh, a lot of people are were less enthused about, mm-hmm. um, including some going so far as to decry it. Filler. Filler, which is the classic that people talk about filler. A ton in regards to this show in particular. And it's such a weird thing. I've come... F- well, I mean, we've defended the filler before, right? Where people mm-hmm. don't really know what filler is or isn't. Yeah. But I've come all the way around. Because it's like we get so many shows now that just feel rushed and bad. Um, it's like, oh, wow. There's extra episodes where they just get to kind of like do stuff. That's, you just know, do a thing. We don't have to rush to the end as fast as humanly possible. Something that came out this week that we'll talk about seems to have that exact opposite problem. It's like, yeah, I think maybe grass isn't always greener, you know? Yeah. If we if we flip flop that right, and suddenly it's like, look as we cut out all the filler, everything just happens. It's like, oh, maybe that's not actually as interesting. Yeah, maybe a little time to breathe. Turns out some of the filler episodes are not terrible. I don't know. I don't know, Jack. Mm, Who can who could say? But they find the they don't find the exact location, but they find the sector that uh, Omega and Crosshair might be at, and the episode ends. And then uh episode three is just we're back on tantus with crosshair and omega and um we don't see him again so yeah i at first i was like this doesn't seem like filler like this seems like a big deal they found out where crosshair and omega are maybe yeah but then because this next episode has crosshair and omega kind of break themselves out i was a bit like oh i guess i kind of see it yeah it's a little bit filler if it is immediately kind of like resolved on its own yeah invalidated by the next episode Mm, but I think you, I think it makes sense because you, you just need a gap. You need yeah. to see where the other two are at. And you, you, if it's like... Exa- well, that's exactly... Again, that's exactly it. Yeah. That's why these aren't fillers. Like, we needed the, Which one of these did you want to get rid of, right? Like, you wanted to have no episode where we had to see that stuff of like, oh, man, freaking Wrecker and Hunter are alone and sad, and it's like kind of grim. And it's like, holy shit, look at everyone they've lost, right? Mm. If you cut that episode out... And you just have Omega and Crosshair in prison. Omega and Crosshair break out, and then what? They reunite, and it's like, oh, cool, it's fine. So it's like, yeah, we ended last season where they were uh, split up, right? And then the next time we see them is just them reuniting. That completely undercuts it. Like, mm-hmm. What? You want to go to the Mandalorian School of Writing? God, no, not well. Mandalorian Fucking, season three of writing. The Mandalorian season. Well, the back, the book of Boba Fett season. Uh, school of writing, really? Oh, look at this ma- massive emotional impact at the end of season two of The Mandalorian. Anyway, all right, one episode, and then they're back. Look at them they fa- reunited. We can sell all the merch again. <laughs> you thought he was going to be gone for even a second? Oh, they're scary. Tech guy, maybe. We don't get much of this guy in these episodes, but he's there. He's around. He's looming. Could what that? do we think, Jack? I don't think it's tech. That'd be crazy. I think it might be. Really? I don't care. Um, you why know, <laughs> well, care? But it's the type of thing where it's just—it's impossible to say, right? Yeah. Obviously, it could be tech. Um, that's—I guess the obvious—the obvious one, if it's going to be anyone, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, we're just coming off the back of the uh, last Star Wars show we watched, Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka, where we had a big one of these. We had a, <laughs> we had a, 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 you know, mysterious uh, black Mastery suit figure. guy, and then it was he was just gas. He was just like a, a ghost. He was just a ghost. He's like a spirit inhabiting like a, a suit like a of armor. He was like a reanimated suit of armor, basically, a so fart in a jar. And they're like, I right, <laughs> guess that's it. He was made of fart magic, kind of, <laughs> so. And it wasn't the seventh brother or Dark exactly. Maul. People were making that joke, which I do think is fun. So everyone's like, look, at, there he is. It's Cal Kestis. Jack, it's <laughs> evil Ezra. <laughs> Holy shit. They put evil Ezra in this one. I can't wait for him to Cal Kestis and take off his helmet and say I'm Cal Kestis and then Cal Kestis all over the place. It's me. Cal Kestis. <laughs> look at my orange lightsaber. <laughs> but, I mean, he's like a thin-ish kind of clone, right? He's like a wiry looking guy. like you know. It could he's, got, he's got markings around his eyes.
1: I don't know, man.
0: Um, if he goes like this, we'll know it's tech. This is one yeah. finger up. Um, actually, but it could just as easily be no one. Yeah. Although I did see someone. On t- I think it was Kyle Katar, Maybe I fall on Twitter. He was like, "All right, guys, I per- I successfully predicted that Marak was not anyone, um, and that's why I can say with confidence this is tech." <laughs> I'm swinging. I'm the other way. I'm all the that back around. Doubling down. I'm, be- I'm right this time as well, and this one will be tech. So I don't know. It seems likely, right? Why else would they do this? But then again, I mean. Because the thing about you—you got to remember about Mark is I don't think it was actually ever presented as much of a mystery, mystery or anything by the show. You know, yeah, just a guy. He was—he was just a guy that was there, and everyone goes, "Well, I want to know who he is," and then it—and then he just kind of died, and everyone's like, "Yeah, man, we didn't—we didn't really care that much either." Yeah, he we was just here. He's here. We made no attention to him. We just—but I mean, the other obvious, like, easy answer is that he's one of those like scary clones from last season that they like took the soul out of and <laughs> gave him those. Freaking, like, suicide pills. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that suicide teeth thing. So. And that would be much worse. I do they did what they called those guys, but they were freaky. Or maybe they'll reanimate techs- tech and make them, like, horrible. Like a zombie? Yeah. Because, like, really? I mean, here, the project's called Project Necromancer. It's true. It's true. There's all, all that at play. Yeah, the emperor shows up. Yeah, it could awesome. be testing. It could be a clone of anyone at that point. Yeah. could be. What if it's a clone of, like, Crosshair? That'd be kind of crazy. They made evil crosshair. I mean. He's got, he he's got, well, he's got the, all of them. He's got on the other. Eye. What if he's like the super scroll? He put all the powers of the bad batch into one and, evil clone, and they they give him the. They don't give him Echo. They're like, we don't want Echo. <laughs> well, Echo doesn't really have it. Ah, right, we didn't count Echo. Sorry. We would cut his arm off and give him a robot <laughs> arm. so He could be like Echo. You happy? <laughs> Come on. We had perfectly good clone, and then we cut his arm off immediately. <laughs> Look, he can blow things up. He can. I don't know, sniff or whatever Hunter does. <laughs> what, what does Hunter have a big tattoo on his face? He's pretty smart, and he's good at sniping. I don't know, man. You know, some of your powers are kind of... In hindsight, yeah. what, what even is this? <laughs> you guys aren't really that much better at this stuff. You gotta just kind of... It's really your training that really gives you the edge. No, Jack. They're like Spartans. Only Wrecker's kind <laughs> have, of like uh, a Spartan. Wrecker's kind of like a Spartan, yeah. Yeah. Well they like... get better... They, exactly. They get better gear and better training, and it's like, look how cool they are. We do get lots of Clone Commandos, obviously. They're running the base still. Um... Which is fun. I feel like that's at this point almost like not in a bad way, but it's almost a bit of fan service because it's like you guys like seeing Clone Commandos. So yeah. Everyone loves Clone Commandos because of that video game that everyone loves Republic Commando. That little box you guys sit on your couch. Woo! Love so. it ceremoniously. Love it. Love Republic Commando. So we still get Scorch. He's the one who's following Hemlock around everywhere. Yeah, they've never named him in the show. I don't think, or maybe they did subtitles at one at one point, but I don't remember. But he's just been following around. And I, at one point in this episode, the subtitle it just says Republic Commando, I think, or Clone Commando. It's like, come on! Where's the rest? Where's um, the rest of the team, Jack? Where's the bad batch of? Where's equipment? the rest of Delta Squad? I thought I really thought that was gonna be a thing. You were big on that season. I remember. I was like, oh, we're gonna send Delta Squad and they're gonna fight them down. But no. Right. I mean, maybe they will now because they're on the run again and they want to catch them again. That Hopefully. would be sick if they're like, all right, Scorch, get the man back together. You got to go find the batch. But then one of them, just got one of the, those four guys is just to fight a little girl. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they're they the matches don't really work. <laughs> <laughs> The Vatch has run down in, in membership down to just three now, so... They used to have the numerical advantage there, right? Yeah, they had Echo and Crosshair, but now they just have Crosshair and Minus Tech and Echo. Yeah, exactly, so... So the Emperor shows up. And the Emperor's here! And it's, it, and this causes us to have an interesting like um, time component to this, because because the Emperor's here. Hemlock wants Nala Se to follow him around and like stay with him, so she can't throw out Me- Omega's blood every day. And She's like, alright, Omega... You gotta get out of here right now. There's no way you're gonna throw it out them realizing it. So you just gotta take my pad and escape. And they and she, we see um, not, uh, what's her name? The clone lady, Emery. Emery put her um, blood in the centrifuge, and we see it just click slowly around as the episode goes on. So yeah, I, so there's like different. So it's like, oh, working them all the way through. And yeah, like you said, so it's it's creates a a little ticking clock for this episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, on the one hand, it's like, obviously, it provides the uh, reason why they got to book it out of here. On the other hand, I guess the Emperor visiting kind of provides opportunity for them to get out, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of fun. So, we get, I mean, we get direct confirmation that this is all tied together, right? So, yeah. they named Project Necromancer, which is the thing we heard about in The Mandalorian Season 3, which all seems to point to this idea that... Palpatine's trying to clone himself. Palpatine's trying to clone himself. Which is cool. I mean, I'm, 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 on, I'm here for it, you know? Um... It is just one of those things where, and you know, we're not big sequel haters here or anything. No. But. It's kind of sacrificed at the feet of episode nine. Well, it's kind of the thing of like, between the, they're all doing the heavy lifting, I feel like. Oh, At yeah. this point, for the sequels is what it comes down to, right? Is that you have this show and The Mandalorian and these other ones doing the effort of being like, look at it, it, does kind of make sense, guys. It didn't come out of nowhere. Even though J.D. didn't think about this. Exactly. At the time, it. It came out it it did come out of nowhere. But whatever. I mean, I don't want to. I'm gonna do the sequels. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not a remake the sequels kind of guy. So it's whatever. No, because we're gonna use the um the, uh, the the room of spirit and time. What's it called? The the time place. Oh, the the world between worlds. The world between worlds. And we're gonna we're gonna make all the sequels we're non-canon sequels guys. And then they have to make new ones. But I have seen people point out that like going forward, this is gonna create an interesting effect for sure. If you're someone who and especially if you're like a new fan or you're young or something. I mean, unless you do the uh, you know, the release order, which is kind of how I've always said to do it. But if you yeah. did if you did have someone who was able to guide you through and like properly construct this so that you watched like this show and then you watched the Mandal- like you watch things in kind of chronological order. By the time you got to episode 9, you'd be like, "Wow, this has been <laughs> building up for building years." Building up for years. They set it up so masterfully. It's been so well executed. Wow a plan decades in the making secret to only the Sith new dark cloning but for us we're just like alright it feels like you're kind of like for us in, in, in December of 2019 sitting in our theaters going what? we didn't have any of that we went huh? you just said what to me? and it's caused a whole bit of discourse this week you know re- revitalized that discussion of like should they have brought back Palpatine or not? And I definitely get the uh, the idea that like it it makes sense. I won't tell you it doesn't make sense to have Palpatine be the big bad at, again at the end. I mean he's no. the guy, right? He's been the he's been the big bad the whole time. He's been the big bad the whole time. It's just the type of thing where I would have appreciated it to be again a little bit more directly telegraphed through those films. The films just needed more cohesion. That's all it comes down to. But um, yeah. So Project Necromancer, it's there. It's in full swing. And Palpatine back from the dead, baby. Palpatine's like, you'll have everything you want. This this is of utmost importance to the Empire. But, but it's f- funny because it. <laughs> this does mean that we we know it can't really work. <laughs> yeah, because this is real early on. This is very early days of the empire, obviously still, and it's like <laughs> he doesn't get. It's gonna calm. take him like. W- we know that thirty years from now, during the Mandalorian, they're still like. eh, necromancer. We're working on work, and we're plugging away. Yeah, I'm making a bunch of John Carl Expositos. If that just <laughs> you it all. So I, don't, I think this does kind of confirm, though, if we put all these parts together, that like basically what Gideon was doing it was like. He was uh, hijacking the, the project for himself, right? I yeah. Think. He wanted the That's credit. That's kind of c- clear. Is that like, he he wasn't trying to bring back Palpatine. He was just trying to like, maybe give himself the force or whatever. Um. Oh, and then, because, well, no, because we got that in season three, right? He's like yeah. making clones of him. They're all Jedi. They're all Jedi, so. Dude, they he was kind was kinda of hijacking. Right? But yeah, it seems like the uh, intention is definitely to try to bring, prevent Palpatine from being able to die. Because he says like, he directly says in this, it's the future of the Empire and all that. Um. Yeah. I uh, like the fun where uh, Echo and Crosshair break out. Oh, Echo, Jesus, Omega and Crosshair break out, and he's being guarded by stormtroopers. And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, clone? Shut up, clone. We hate you, dirty clone. You're, like, You're in charge of me, clone. Cloner. <laughs> Even though he's, uh, you know, infinitely more skilled than they are. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're probably just like a bunch of twenty-year-old recruits they just yeah. yanked out of some backwater planet, he's been built from birth to kill, <laughs> almost assuredly. Uh, so that's, that's just- probably exactly what it is. <laughs> I like how is look like the most evil place ever. Yeah, they're just so full of red and black and circles and there's just like, sith nonsense. Yeah, there might be just, I think it's a bunch of sith nonsense, exactly. Is there, like, there's, like, runes and text on the ground, maybe, so. Yeah, there's, like, the weird, K. we can't, like, see into, like, the brightly colored vats. Mm-hmm. Got the guys, they got, on um, what's his name, Ian, what's his face? They got his emperor, he's back for this yeah, run. yeah, of course, yeah what else he going to do that's exactly it we've said that before it's like wow how do they keep getting him back and then I'm like wait a minute this guy doesn't do anything <laughs> he makes so much money off this why I'm sure they keep... yeah I'm sure they give him a decent amount of money every time why would he not I'm sure they just send him the script and then go alright when you get the chance record these eight lines for the <laughs> episode because I've said before as a child who you know was obviously obsessed with Star Wars I always had this idea that like well the people the actors who are in Star Wars are the finest actors living <laughs> they're the most famous people in the world <laughs> they... and, and then your mother goes no <laughs> yeah some point I I realized Tom Cruise was, is way better than yeah, these people. At some point I realized, like, it's, you know, a couple of them went on to be pretty famous, you know? Natalie, Natalie Portman is. or whatever. But then it's like, most of these guys just do Star Wars now. <laughs> and good for, good on him, all right? Yeah. But so, yeah, even he gets to just be... It's not Ian McKellen. The, that's Gandalf. Yeah. He's Ian... Uh, something else. Follow up the Google. Googs it. <laughs> Give it a Googs. We obviously got Jimmy Simpson still. Yeah, he's, he's doing a good job. I like him as Hemlock. He's great. People, <laughs> I did see someone say, um, "If we get Admiral Rampart back, the two of them just need to have like a, uh, like a, you know, intense conversation argument where they just like progressively like whisper more at <laughs> each yeah. other, whisper and get more gravelly, more whispering and gravelly, and uh, until they're like <laughs> Inca- <laughs> incomprehensible, In- inaudible to anyone else." She's like, "Admiral Rampart, I don't think you really understand." <laughs> the thing is, Doctor emma <laughs> I don't think you. <laughs> was like, "You guys got to cut this shit out." Come on. Stop doing this. Love him. He's great. And they try to get Emery to come with him from the kennels. Because, again, they're like, you're a clone, too. Maybe you shouldn't be a slave to an empire that you don't believe in. She's like, eh! And it beats, it beats walking. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, man. I think you just kind of do what you're told, maybe. maybe. Maybe we were built to do what we are told. Maybe uh, nothing. nothing Emory, no! No! You're more than the violence in your nature, Emery. I promise you. But... She can't see. She can't understand. So She sets off the alarm as they, es- as they escape through the tunnel. Good old, it's all coming full circle. The, yeah. the dog that she let out, Badger. Uh They get out and they're like, we gotta find an old shuttle to... The shuttle from the first episode that crashes. First episode that crashes in the beginning. Um, doesn't really work out, but then they the, the guys they send to capture them are, again... Competent just competent buffoons. buffoons. So they just steal the ship from them and it works out. Uh, there's a fun little exchange between Crosshair and Omega when he's like, you know Plan 72... He's like, yeah, of course. Take, take me, take on. me the move. Of course, I got all the plans. Of, of course, he did. Of course, he did. Yeah, grumble. I'm like, clearly he Of course he did. Where's, Where's my, my tooth? Maybe, maybe a little Jason Statham. Where's my toothpick? What's the job? He's gonna kill a man with that toothpick one of these times. That would have been sick if he, if, he, if during the breakout, he's like, all I got is a toothpick. He like flicks it into somebody's eye. Ah! Might would be a bit intense for this. But it's just some <laughs> random like lab worker, he just like <laughs> turns a corner and fucking gets him. The guy who's working on him. That's what cool. you get, bitch. That needs to be. That doesn't need to be in this season. That'd be sick. I'd love it. hope he kills all of Delta Squad with that toothpick. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's just flicking toothpicks. <laughs> and they're everybody. bouncing off his little things he sets up, his little mirrors. He's like Bullseye or like Ultimate Hawkeye or something. Yeah. That would be cool. That is should be more of his power set. More just like, oh, I can make good shots. Because all the clones are pretty good at making good shots. They're right? all like commandos. <laughs> he does that stuff in that one episode last season where he's doing all the mirror shots. Yeah, so the like mirror shots were cool. That's cool. When he has to, like, quell that rebellion, he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. Are we the baddies? Fuck. I guess, I, I, guess, I guess all my friends were right. My brothers were right when they like, like, I think you're being a Nazi. Ian McDermott is his name. McDermott. That's close it's to clo- close. Yeah, Mick. I mean, yeah. come on. Ian Mick, like, geez. Yeah. You know, one's a godless Brit and the other's a, maybe an Irishman? <laughs> McDermott sounds Irish. I don't know where he's actually from. Is he not just American? No, he's Scottish. God bless. What the fuck do I know? I have I've rarely heard him speak much outside of... See, this is the funny thing is one of the, the actor that they had do him for um, the Clone Wars, like when it was originally airing, mm-hmm. was Ian Abercrombie. It was a different man named <laughs> Ian. Isn't that funny? Yeah. A big Ian for that role. Yeah, I guess it has got big Ian energy. Chief Palpatine's got big Ian energy. Yeah. This guy was from the UK as well. Those wow. Brits taking our jobs. They always do. Well, Star Wars has always been big. Yeah, big on the Brits. Big, big on the Brits. Because that's where they made it. Yeah. Um, but so then they're like... He's like, all right. Well, <laughs> thirty seconds ago, Palpatine was like, "Under no circumstances are you to let anyone hear about this or escape <laughs> or, or carry any knowledge of this anywhere." And he's like, I "Understand, sir. Absolutely, I, I won't. I won't even rest." And then thirty seconds later, it's like, "They're gonna no, They got. They're gonna blow this <laughs> wide <laughs> oh, open. Shit, fuck. <laughs> they're gonna blow this wide open." Oh. And he's like, "Kill him. Kill him all. I don't even care. Blow him out of the sky." But then they're like, "Oh, the, the, the blood. The blood." She's a Jedi, maybe, kind of, probably, or at least receptive to it. Whoa. They're putting Palpatine blood, I assume, into clone blood to try to see if it takes. Yeah, I, so, this is a, a caused obviously, a bit of discussion, and people are, like, debating this, and it's like, is this good or bad, or whatever. I, I don't think that the implication of this is that Omega is gonna be... A Jedi. A, f- a Jedi. Yeah. I don't I think mean, so. I mean, it could be, it's whatever. Um, Everyone can, I mean, and then, again, I mean, we did this whole thing just with Ahsoka, right? Everyone can kind of be a Jedi. Um, and maybe she is receptive to it, or maybe not, or does that even matter? I mean, you know, Sabine uses the Force at the end. Sabine does not use the Force, and then she pushes Ezra, like, 40 feet. She uses the Force at the end, so, maybe you can, maybe you can, I don't know. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily what they're going to do, is have Omega just be a Jedi all of a sudden, or even use the Force, really. Where where does she fit into that? I mean, she could, though. Again, I said, I kind of said the same stuff about Sabine, and that worked out, but she just doesn't, she has no connection. This is just not a Jedi kind of story, right? There are no, um... There's no one to help her, teacher There's that. no Cal well, although we do have, um... Until Cal shows up. <laughs> Cal is like 12 still. Oh, right. <laughs> it would be a side. He's like 12 Oh, right. I forgot she was in this. So maybe that's exactly... Because remember I made the joke of like, wow, if there's one thing that a side of is, can get on board with, it's like defending, you know, little girls. Yeah, who have power. So maybe... Or no over their head. Like, she's, she's always about that. So maybe it'll just be like, oh, I can teach you the force. With this big bear monster, he's fun. Yeah, love creature. Love, love a good Star Wars creature. Good Star Wars. See, and that's where my problem with Rebel Moon comes in. We, didn't, we never ended up talking it's about this. Fun creatures. Because in Rebel Moon, there's a fucking griffin, and I hate that. It's one of my least favorite parts because it shows a fundamental misunderstanding of fun creatures in this in sci fi. I think so. Because all Star Wars creatures, I mean, yeah, there's like a Rancor. That's not like a robot, but it's, like, it's not a thing that exists or yeah, has yeah, ever I'm existed close. in anything. But yeah. a griffin is just a thing that we have in culture. For, like, thousands of years. It's bizarre. I mean, I guess it's... There's something interesting to that. If you want to imply, then, somehow, that griffins were always... Space. Some sort of alien creature that we... And then, yeah, somehow. But, like, how? How does it get to Earth? I mean, because griffins really are... Like, a lot of those ancient Greek myth myth ones, they're literally just a couple animals smushed together. Yeah. A chimera is literally three animals. Just incongruently. Literally just the hooves of a thing, and then like, whatever. Then you have a griffin. So, you're right. No, it's dumb the so movie's kind of dumb that's, if Maybe, you can believe it a little, little dumb that's coming soon too we get to do Rebel Moon again Rebel Moon again we're still Rebel Fuck, Mooning it's this month it's March oh, isn't it let's fucking go March is a big one boys March is a big one <laughs> we got like everything we start with Dune and then we get oh my god Dune soon Dune's next week we got this show we got Dune we got Shogun we got, we got Shogun Kung Fu 4 oh my goodness we got the Godzilla Godzilla's Godzilla gonna the finish is it really yeah look at this boys what a time! What a time to be alive! Some of those are going to be good, and some of them, only one of us will like. And Some of them, neither, neither. of us <laughs> will like. And we'll that's re- and that's <laughs> life, baby. And that's <laughs> a, in a lot of ways <laughs> that's life. That's that's what all the people say. We're gonna have a two or three. Well, actually, I think the ratio was going to work out in our favor for shows. Yeah. Not maybe not so for movies then. If we got Dune and we got Godzilla and we got Rebel Moon, well that's and Kung Fu Panda. A Kung Fu Panda might ratio. Out. I don't know. Kung Fu Panda Pora might be the worst Kung Fu Panda though, by all accounts. I would. Well, I'd say that's probably that's like <laughs> 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 that's what it seems like. So I think we Aquafina's might have... in it, right? Oh. She's doing the thing where she's in every animated movie now, and she's. Done I don't even dislike <laughs> Aquafina, but come on, what's this? What's that movie? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so then the the sh- Bachelor shows up. The guy she let out. They were all like, you're an idiot for making friends. Look at that. Turns out, she wasn't. Friends They don't are understand the power of love. And because dogs. Because the empires just hate. They don't get it. They don't. Yeah, they don't understand the power of love and dogs. Because the empire is a bunch of evil guys. They never get it. That's how we win, Jack. Despite the, protecting the l- stuff we l- love. love and, uh, so on and so forth. And bullying people off Twitter. Exa- yes, exactly. We all took the exact right <laughs> messages from that film as Star Wars fans. Be very normal about it forever. <laughs> I like that Crosser <laughs> has to, like, uh, just kill all these guys in the woods. <laughs> yeah, he's going all, like, like Rambo on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fucking God, I gotta kill all these fucking clones. It's like, breaking clones. Or, er, they're not the clones. He's, he's just these the are humans. Just breaking their necks in the woods and shit. It's great. Then Omega gets on the guns. She gets a good bit of them. And then they, uh, they zip off. And they bring the dog with them. Yeah. We, uh, the batch is going to have a dog now. They're just going to be like, a dog! So, they just going to be like, like I'm that. the one who smells. I guess we yeah. <laughs> Hunter will get along very well. I feel like he's like ah, I've got a hunting dog now. This will be great. I can do that thing I do that isn't really like very clear yeah. from looking at me, and I have a knife. <laughs> I have a knife. I would get Hunter. I've never no, got. Come on. He's. Fu- I mean, I like Hunter. I just think his he's pro- tactics and leadership. He's. He's. he's, he's yeah, tracking and leadership. I that's, guess that's, that's on the same energy when like oh, I'm Jesuit. I I turn on the leaders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal. It's like yeah, oh cool. cool. Um, but I—I I mean, I assume this is just kind of—we're gonna meet up with again, then maybe. maybe there will be some more distance. Yeah, that, that it'll be an episode be, or two where they're apart and they're, they're trying to, to find covered. each other. Because otherwise, it, even this would be kind of quick. Like I said, it's good to have an—I mean, although you know we're in the home stretch here, we gotta gotta move things somewhere. You know, I'm interested. Like, I think this is kind of setting up the the sort of rest of the show, though. Like, I think this is what it's gonna be. Is like they want to get them because they want to get them. And I ultimately, like, even though it's setting up all these grand like oh imperial emperor cloning stuff, I don't think that's something that like is gonna be resolved by this show. No. In the sense that they just wanna get away. Like even though the Bad Batch have been jumping back and forth of like, oh, do we wanna be more involved in fighting the Empire or, or whatnot? Mm. I do think ultimately they're just gonna wanna like get away and we'll see that. I don't know. It's it's hard to say what these guys are gonna end up doing. I wonder if they'll lush if this one with like them destroying the base. Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like if we beat this guy, probably... they kind of puts a kibosh on it. Till Gideon picks it back up. Exactly. Well, like, it, And again, it's still working on, but we know it's not going to succeed yet. Yeah. Anytime soon. Can't and this see. guy's whole ploy to be like, if I do this, you'll make me science minister, right? Remember my emperor? And then I can I can cut baby snares? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, we shall see. Re- if Empire, you do this terribly evil thing for me, then maybe I can let you do more terribly evil things for yourself. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Goodie what a horrible government <laughs> robot! Of. Yay. But, but nobody rebels. So yeah, I think they're probably going to beat this guy and then it's going to be like, the Emperor's going to be, you know, he's just to do that thing where you are like, well, the week has been called. Uh, some new guy gets to do it. Lord Vader. <laughs> My instruments have failed me again, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. A right. bit more. <laughs> I'll just do it again. So then someone else will get involved who's not obsessed with tracking down Omega in particular and then they'll just go or run in a different direction with it. And I don't know. One or two of them will die, and Omega gets to retire. I guess retires and uh, retire at the ripe old age of we'll probably come back. We gotta, hey, well, you know, I'm sure we'll see Omega again. Mandalorian season four. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get like adult ass Omega being like, I'm here. Look at me, and I'm a Jedi now. Look I at I my yellow armor. armor. I'm sick. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <From> I <laughs> L- wear
0: clone <laughs> armor. I have a lightsaber. I'm the coolest person you've ever seen. I'm gonna get walk, back to. Woke. It. Woke. Here's my dog. <laughs> That's still alive somehow. <laughs> Cause, well, because we've we've often said that like that's kind of her her lot is is to actually do the thing of like I'm going to learn all the batches skills and then have them all. And yeah. I'm sure there's fan art of like look at Omega wearing like well, she cobbled got, together she's, armor. She's got yeah, she's got a tattoo and she's got like the cobbled together armor and she's got a big bomb because she's just in, in a data pad. And she's blind in one eye. <laughs> that's what she's all about. But yeah. Uh, good, good start, right? Yeah. Nice little three parter. We're getting re- grooving into it, you know. Yeah, it should take us. I looked at the episode release dates. This mm-hmm. show will take us to the start of May. As I was for, to say, like the last ones, in the very beginning of May kind of coincides with our the day, yeah. our blessed holiday. God bless. Um, but yeah, big fan. Love this show. I think honestly, not only is it uh, the only show we've had like f- you know three seasons can can con- currently is this consecutively? I guess consecutively. That's, that's what I was a, going for. So many cons. Um, it's probably one of, it, well, it is one of the most consistent ones, is what I was going to say, actually. Mm. It's like, at this point, this has three, I, well, I mean, it's early days, yet, but like, they just are so consistent with these animated shows. They don't mm. go off the rails with it like you might do with a Book of Boa Fett or a, or <sighs> a Mandalorian <sighs> <of> season <sighs> three, or you're just like, wait a minute, what's going on? What if we throw the story in the trash? Or even like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we liked, which we liked. But everybody hates but and, th- like, and thinks ruins the canon. There's still some flaws to that. I don't care why people think it breaks canon. No, it worked out. It worked out really well, right. I thought. I thought I didn't break in, but people don't know what know Star is. Wars canon is. Well, now people are like, well, then how come, in, how come in episode four, during the transmission, Leia doesn't go, hey, Obi-Wan, my old friend who we did a bunch of adv- adventures with 10 years ago, can you do this? Why does she just say you serve my father? I don't know, man, because she's sending out, like, a secret message? She's not just going to, like, spill all that? And she doesn't call him Obi-Wan, you know, the, the yeah. name that would give him away? Exactly. Also, fuck you, who cares? Ooh, exa- well, oh, that's the real answer. It's like, yeah, she's sending, like, an official, like, secret message. You message know, diplomatic transmission in her role as like you know senator and envoy for her father she's not just gonna go hey obi-wan remember that time we hung out you told me about my my real parents you from the events of the of the television series <laughs> star wars <laughs> Obi-Wan, obi-wan kenobi we're doing this now i maintain it works it all works out i think so cause, hey. i mean don't worry about it too hard if you were star wars be and they do it sometimes they do you it can. all the time listen when we're, we're reliable to complain but Come on, you don't gotta complain. You can't complain more than us. Exactly. And you have to complain about the same things we complain about, <laughs> exactly. or you're wrong. As is always the <laughs> case, anyone who likes something less than we do is kind of a hater. <laughs> and anything more is a shill. It's kind of a shill who's deluding themselves, okay? <laughs> and if we had fun during a movie, it's fine. You can have fun during a movie. Why isn't everyone having fun like we are? And if you had fun and we didn't like, you're an idiot. You're maybe just dumb. <laughs> you're a are child. You a dumb, child, stupid person. Okay, you can watch The Beekeeper and think it's funny, but you can't think it's good. You can't. You can't watch Madame Web and tell me. you. And, but the Madame Wedge, if you watch that and you think it is funny and, be, and because it is bad, too, but like it's not. It's not the same. Not the same. Okay. We say The Beekeeper was so bad it's good and Madame Web was so bad it's, it's just ba- bad. It's horrible. All right? And I will not elaborate. And Phantom 3 will be just as terrible. All right. Do you want to do some little trailers to break it up here? Sure. A couple well, trailers this week. I could tack out of that. Well, two trailers, and then maybe we'll do a little bit of... Avatar. ...a uh, thing we didn't watch. <laughs> so, we We're got... really getting to the peak of this. We got Transformers. No, we don't. It's Borderlands. I don't know why I said <coughs> that. Um, <laughs> it's Borderlands the show. The movie. Fuck. No, Borderlands the show. I'm the losing it. Oh, no. This is it. This is where I really fall apart. It's been coming for a long time, J. Star- what a, what a title. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is back. It's all over. <laughs> what a stupid title. So Borderlands, you play Borderlands, you have any Borderlands experience? What do you know about Borderlands, Jack? Nada. <laughs> Alright. I know there's a guy who's shooting himself on the cover. Well, he's shooting himself with his fingers, Jack. Oh, okay, that's fair. There he is, see. You probably can't put a <laughs> video game cover of a man just holding a gun to his own head. Maybe yeah. you could. There's probably fifteen of those that I'm not thinking of someone's gonna be like, aren't you aren't you an idiot? Uh, but Borderlands. Borderlands is a trailer. Um, we got some of the some of the most iconic Characters from gaming, Borderlands one and two. Well, I wouldn't was, necessarily say <laughs> that. I was going to say from Borderlands one and two. It seems like so. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Kate Blanchett. She's being um, Lilith, I think. Um, Jack Black's Jack guy. Black's claptrap. Kevin Hart's Roland. Uh, Ariana Greenblatt. It's been a lot of stuff. Tina. Yeah, she's really getting after it. Good on her. She's in something else. It. Something else. Where I was like,
1: whoa, Ariana Greenblatt.
0: Maybe it was just this. Um, I think oh, I'll look it up. Now. Oh, we don't have this. Oh, okay, she's tiny. Yeah, okay, I was right. Jamie Lee Curtis is Tanis. Uh, Gina Gershon is Moxie. Bobby yeah. Lee is Larry. Shout out Bobby Lee. He's never done a comedy special. Okay, this guy—the guy who seems to be the villain of this—is not Handsome Jack. Handsome Jackie's Atlas, who's in charge of the Atlas Corporation. So, also we have Craig, but we don't know who. It doesn't say who Craig is. Maybe it's going to be revealed. Maybe. It's, yeah, maybe this is some kind of like. uh to be a mystery. Maybe. Oh no! Here it is. Oh. No. Florian Montague. Montague. No, we know this guy. Who is it? He was in Shang-Chi. He was Victor Drago in Creed. Oh. Creed 2. Creed 2. Yeah, Creed, Creed, two. Creed 2 and Creed 3. Oh, right. And Creed 3, of course. Uh, okay, so we know him. So he's Creed. So he's just not really much of like a... I don't imagine to talk much, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, this could probably be fine. Uh, it's, again, it's the classic thing, which we'll get into in a second with this other thing, which is like, why? Who's a Borderlands movie really for? But... It could work, I guess. Um, Borderlands' big thing is that it's very, you know, goofy, over-the-top. So that could be... I think you could do that. I mean, obviously, it's the type of thing where a lot of it is wrapped up in being a video game. But a Mm. lot of games are like that. And even the ones that we say are better than, like, you know, The Last of Us, right? Mm. I'd said, like, oh, so much of it's... It's kind of essential that it's a game, almost. But it still came out pretty good, so... Yeah, and video game movies are the new movies now, didn't you hear? Uh, well, yes. Because we had Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, video game movies are going to be better than superhero movies or something. Because um, Super Mario Bros. movie made a billion dollars, and that right. means it's actually the best movie. So this is the new trend, they say. I hate people who say that. Well, they're all bad. Most of them are bad, so yeah. that's not going to happen. It's a fun little... I saw some... Um, oh, it also just doesn't make any sense. There's no... There's just no... The whole point of the superhero... Part of the big superhero boom is like, oh, look, we can do these big, expansive... Universes can't really. Well, okay. <laughs> to undercut that, just just now, actually, they I did say they see they were like, this is going to be the start of the Borderlands cinematic universe. <laughs> oh no! Which is kind of a dumb. way. Mo- I mean, that just means like more Borderlands m- movies, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how you really explain like, whatever. I mean, I guess you are you going to start doing spin-offs? Turning yeah, Tina's the- Wonderland. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess that oh, that's one. A, thing. I guess that makes an expanded universe. But I mean, Borderlands the games doesn't really have an expanded anything other than. Borderlands and then Well, there's a couple, but it's like Borderlands, Borderlands Two, Borderlands Three, and then Tiny Tinas, like you said, and well there is Borderlands the pre sequel, but that's really just you know more Borderlands Before or Borderlands One. Yeah. They actually well, they do have um what's it called? Oh jeez. Those um they make the Telltale. There is a Telltale Borderlands thing. Oh, it's is a there? separate little experience. But whatever. Largely it's whatever. Uh, the thing that did bother me about this, maybe this will be like a, you know, Act Three reveal, but Lilith doesn't use any powers. She seems completely normal, right? Lilith is supposed to be um that's Kate Blanchett's character. Yeah, yeah, Kate Blanchet. She's like a she's a uh, siren. She's supposed to have superpowers, basically. So oh. it's kind of essential because there's sirens in all the games, and you know, yeah. Although it's the type of uh, Borderlands is whatever. Again, it's not a super like involved story. Um, it's mostly just kind of goofy, like you like we said, over the top, ridiculous kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it does have a very distinctive art style that people are very familiar with, right? Yeah. A little soul shading thing and. Well, that's not really conveyed here, is it? No, you can't really convey that. I mean, some people do. You they see have... cosplayers will do it and they'd like pull it off pretty yeah, but This is a this is a studio movie, they're not gonna do that. Right. Shit. So how could they possibly do the same thing as like someone in their basement, right? Mm. It also feels like I mean they're leaning into like the it's irreverent, but I wonder if they're maybe not gonna do it the wrong way. You guys say a fuck a couple times? Yeah. Well it's like, look, we got Jack Black and Kevin Hart, isn't this funny? You know? We're gonna watch Jack Like Robot take his shit and everybody's watching. Yeah. So I don't know. This could just be like whatever. Your MCU hum- humor, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they get covered in piss in the trailer. The MCU humor, that's not really MCU humor <laughs> that we always complain about. But yeah. Some Jumanji vibes, obviously. I mean, we literally got two of the Jumanji dudes. And it's, look, at we're in a video game. I don't know. You're right. They do get covered in piss. And it's like, that's kind of funny. But I i mean, I don't know. It's tough. Because I guess that is the type of thing I could see Borderlands doing. It's yeah. certainly not the most, like, mature uh, in, its, in its humor. So I guess it's fine. So there. See so you know what this means, Jack. What? You have to play four Borderlands games before this comes out. I absolutely and, do. In, in proper fashion. So I, I got to do all the lore. You know, you, you, know, the, you know, need to know all the Borderlands lore. I got to know who Handsome Jack is, the guy who doesn't yeah. appear. Yeah, they're probably going to do it. You know what this... That means they're obviously doing is they're going to do, like, a Handsome Jack post-credits. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Atlas guy's going to probably live, and he's going to be limping away. And he's gonna, then put, Handsome Jack's going to be like, You fucked me for the last time, guy from Atlas. And then he's going to kill him. I wonder if this means they're going to do, like, this is like our our, our crew going forward or if they are going to do it like borderlands which is that going like they could do another movie if they are going to expand this out and trying to do more where then you have different protagonists because you know every game has four new heroes to choose from Mm. like i said this is so like lilith and roland are protagonists from the first game and then well technically yeah you can play claptrap in the pre-sequel um craig you can play in borderlands 2 tiny teen has never actually been a playable character to my knowledge unless i'm forgetting one she's always been like an npc but mm-hmm. and then the thing is after the after the first game they appear and then they're npcs in the next one so like then most of the characters the playable characters from borderlands 2 are then npcs in borderlands 3 and so on and so forth so then like you could you could bring these guys back to be like smaller roles in you know a subsequent movie but mm-hmm. Kind of fun, I guess. When's it come out? I didn't even see. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's said. Did the thing where uh, the other thing we love right before a trailer one just goes? The trailer starts now. Oh, they always do that now. They like got do for like, for YouTube ads, I guess. Yeah, just says coming soon. <laughs> what the fuck kind of So I would. It's probably like August. So why wouldn't they say summer then? Because they don't want to be too they right, then I have to push it back. <laughs> border, and the second thing that came up was Borderline Personality Disorder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Check, you nailed it. August 9. Fuck yeah. This is from Eli Roth. What is that? Does that fill you with uh, confidence? Who's Eli Roth? The, the Baird Jew. Oh. The guy, yeah, from Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. The boring one. The boring from Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in, he's made a bunch of, to my knowledge, looks look like these are almost exclusively... I thought, it, Which I thought was his thing, horror movie. Oh. Yeah, he made, like, Hostel. I don't know Hostel. You know Hostel? I, I'm not familiar with Hostel. Is it bad? Uh, spooky? Uh, too spooky? I don't know if it's even like that. It's not really spooky as much as it's just, like, uh, Unsettling? Yeah, it's like torture porn. It's kind of uh, like Saw. Like, is Saw scary? I guess it's freaky, but it's not like... I'm like, that. ooh, bump in the night. It's more like, this is the worst I've got, thing got you ever on ever a table. I'm going to cut your fingers off. Uh, but you can... No, but no, it's, that's too. That's even too simple for Saw. So I was like, I could put you on a table. you got to no, cut I your not. mom's Hostel's fingers off. Bad, though. Hostels, like, we just got you, and then some rich people pay us to, like, torture you. And oh, that's not too super interesting. interesting. No, yeah. Well, what uh, I thought I think, the, I think the costumes look fun. That's a yeah, pick they, a they, they, they actually that is true. Cash. They're pretty good. I think my favorite person out of this is Ariana Greenblatt as Tiny Tina. Yeah. Um, and t- well, Tiny Tina is like the probably maybe the most iconic Borderlands character. She did get that spin off. She did get that spin off. She's got a couple DLCs. She's like, she's pretty cool. So Cape shit, I'm sure, will be fine. It did seem like a weird one for her to begin. Yeah, she's just low cash or something? Yeah, like, what is. Just, <laughs> oh, like, you were just in tar, but I love tar. Yeah, right. But I guess she's always. I mean, she'll be in a Marvel movie or whatever. Yeah. She'll be in. I don't know. I was going to say, I almost got her mixed up again with uh, Tilda Swim. Yeah. I do it all the time. Do you ever do that? I know. I do that too. It's it's those. The... I was like, she'll be in a Narnia, and I was like, fuck, no, she's not Narnia. <laughs> those, uh, I just, I don't know. 54 year old Kate Blanchett just going to be like, I'm going to be in this video game movie. Having fun, I guess. Good for her. Midlife crisis. You know what? Sure. God bless her. Uh, yeah. should be fun. Should be fun. All who right, I just, don't like, we don't like Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. We, yeah. We've turned on her. We've gone all the way. We liked, we liked her for a minute and everything, everywhere, and then we're like, wait, you're, you're. Then she had to be insufferable about it. Yeah, and she had to. She's like chosen herself as the, like the champion of the Nepo babies, and so fine. She's their hero. Then, then you can fall as their <laughs> hero. Jamie Lee Curtis, you've chosen your your Aladdin place. Life. I won't deny it to you. So there. Uh, the other one is the trailer for... Uh, Elden Ring oh, DLC. Oh, Shadow shit. of the Erd Tree. And this one going to be great. <laughs> uh, it was fun we were watching because you were like, hey, I forgot how horrible this world it's is. It's really... And I talked about this, and it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. It's a good game. Don't come at me. <laughs> it's a good game. I like it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fun. It's play, I played it. Um, but, man, it's upsetting to play and oh, be yeah. in and just like, wow, everything's so grim. It's the worst world ever. It's just... but I, And I played it for a while. I'm like, listen, it's not like I turned it off or anything. I, I powered through. At the expense of my own mental health. <laughs> just play it for hours on end and be like, I feel like I'm sad now. You go to you go Caleb K- and it's like, this is the worst place ever. <laughs> oh no, everything's horrible. And then I lose all my my points. All your runes. All my runes and I go, what that, was it's it? It's almost even? freeing in a way. What was it? I, no, I'll never, never agree with you. It's, it's I don't care. Like, lose it all and I don't care. Hey, I'm you're, free. you're free. No, shut up. That's dumb. You're just, you're just mad the one time I lost all your runes yeah, and I couldn't get them back. I said, I, actually, you're free, Zach. Didn't you know? <laughs> actually, uh, you're free. I actually helped you. Anyway. This is good for you if you think about it. I'm going to take no responsibility for my actions. Uh, but this is mostly just a, not even mostly, it's like an entirely gameplay, just kind of edited together. Like, it's not like a they're like not a cinematic like sweeping cinematic type dude that's fine cuz they're about making the game. I, I kind of prefer that. I, I much prefer a trailer that's just like here's all the gameplay and a guy talking to you instead of like here's a cinematic that's not in the style of the video game. It's exactly. Yeah. Well, it definitely depends on what it is. And plus this game is built so that like you can just kind of make it look cinematic because it's exactly like a big I mean, landscape. It, it, yeah, it does look pretty good. It's not like it looks dumb. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting together fancy little shots in game, but it is all just in engine stuff, which is fun. So the idea of this is that um, one of the characters from the, the base game, Mikola, who's a demigod who we don't get a ton of information about, who doesn't actually appear in-game, he's just like a, in a cocoon with a hand. That's... Um, it's Malini's brother. Malini's brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, he's kidnapped by this other guy, Moog, and he's down in like this city or whatever. So the idea is that you, he's traveled, he's left the Lands Between, which is where the base game takes place, and gone to the Land of Shadow, where, hence the Shadow of the Earth Tree. Um, and so you're, you gotta follow him there to see what's up and fight this guy named Mesmer, the Impaler. Um, and a lot of the stuff in this trailer, uh, if you know the lore of Elden Ring, a lot of stuff in the Land of Shadow is like blasphemous, quote unquote. Like all, like there's a lot of snakes, there's a lot of lions, there's a lot of fire, there's a lot of things that are against the Erd Tree. So that's a lot of like blasphemy, which I think is a big part, gonna be a big part of this. Yeah, so different from the base game where everything's nice. Yeah, everything's right? nice. Yeah, everything's nice and cool and level. Everything here is blasphemous, as if like I mean, as I'm if the giant crow and dog, giant T Rex dog, is a oh, horrible monster. Yeah, right. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the big thing is that we see some fun, cool weapons and stuff. Um, yeah, it's like a weapon. There's like a shield weapon you can get. Um, there's like a, there's a big multi firing crossbow. Super. Oh, there's a the night armor. I love that. Yeah. Um, it seems like maybe there's a new. You said there's new uh, eight new weapon types. You said I I believe so. Let me. There's look. like a throwy. There's like throwy knives. I don't know how that works. Yeah, um, that I that's an I can't remember what it was, but I've seen stuff about that. That hopefully that's like because they they're hitting enough. They show in this trailer yeah. that they can like stun the enemy. So they seem cool. that they're trying to make it viable. I like that. I like because the ranged weapons in the base game are not really. Well, I mean you have to use the bow to like fight like the dragons and stuff mostly. I feel or at least mm. I did. Um, but I feel like they're not as fun to use, they're not as viable the, the range yeah. stuff. So maybe that'd be cool. There is um, what was that? Oh, the uh, the this seems like maybe new swords. Yes, like two like it seemed like that's a um, what do you call it power stance. Yeah, with the yeah, power stance and with like, with, with, new, with two new curvy swords instead of just uh, I mean, there's already like four different sword types. There's like short swords and medium you know, swords and katana swords, massive swords. Yes, yeah, so I think this is maybe a new curved sword. A yeah. little tight, which could be fun. Yeah, it comes out this June. I like power stancing. It's been my thing in Melbourne Ring when we played. That's pretty good. I'm more of a shield sword kind of guy. That's for cowards. What, am I going to block the sword, block The the block blows? I'll just dodge. Yeah, you block it because then, then you do a riposte attack. I, oh, yeah, kind of. It's like the mechanic. Uh, they're doing a collector's edition just of the DLC, which is kind of fun. You get a big... Look at that. A 40-page art book. That's pretty crazy. voucher code, an official soundtrack, some kind of box, I guess, for it all coming, and a big statue of Men's really in peril. Um cool. I wish they did more of these nowadays for like yeah. games that I cared about. Um, I mean, that's what I, I, I'll watch. I'll play this game, or, or I'm sure it'll be fun. But uh, I don't want that statue. That's upsetting. It's a big statue. I don't want that in my house. <laughs> you got too much other bullshit. But also, he's like freaky. Like <laughs> he, is, he is. He's covered in snakes, and he's one of his eyes is all fucked up. Gross. like what those like bat wings. Like what the fuck? I think they're like dragon wings. The snakes are supposed to be dragons. Get out of here, Mesmer. No, thank you. No. Thank but yeah, you. if they did this more with, like, Star Wars games and stuff now, they never do that anymore. It's lame as hell. Yeah, they just give you a button. Yeah, what the hell? They'll give you, like, a shitty helmet or, like, a. What's it called? Something. It's almost always just codes for the game. Like, look at You can get an in uh, in game item. That's not. So now, give me fun. real tactile bullshit. Yeah, give me some real I don't fancy like game bullshit. bullshit that I can hold, at least. I can. And then dispose of later. And, and okay. fill it to the, send it to the Pacific. Uh, so some of the stuff we know about this game. Is that um, Miyazaki, the director, has said that it is about the size of the whole DLC is about the size of Limgrave, which is the first area of the game, which is pretty sizable. I think it's the largest area of the game, if I'm, if, remember, in terms of, of places you can actually physically go. because There's like the mountain area that's big, but like you can't go on all the mountains. Um, and people are like, well, that's, is that a lot? is that is he like blowballing us because i remember famously he said that well the room would take you like 30 hours to beat before the game came out and everyone was like well this would take you fucking 50 maybe um so there's probably a lot there might be layers to it like but like going on it's their biggest dlc yet from from software because uh, they do usually do dlcs for their kind of like rpg souls burn games and there's gonna be at least 10 10 new bosses and a poison swamp because they gotta Classic. have their poison swamp naturally, just a horrible place you gotta walk through and like die hundred times. Naturally, what else? What else would you have? I mean, yeah. What else could you expect? Yeah, should be cool. That's very exciting. This will be Jack's favorite game of the year. Oh yeah, calling it now. Absolutely. And By favorite, I mean this will be the only, maybe the only Jack, the Jack, <laughs> the only Jack, 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 Jack this year. <laughs> the only Jack that Jacks Jacks this year. <laughs> so Jack, what's the Jack of the, the Jack, 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 what's Jack? the Jack of the Jack? Yeah, have you Jacked like, much this year, Jack? I'm gonna go with Jack. <laughs> oh wow! This will be the only, maybe the only game you play. So I would say, unless, so. unless I get you to play Outlaws or something. Oh, maybe like, not this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll consider if I'm playing Elden Ring. <laughs> all right, cool. I don't replay all of Elden Ring again. Incredible. Um, yeah, we're done. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Avatar? You know, I would love to talk a little bit about Avatar. So oh, Avatar, the Last Airbender. Let me make a little, well, let's attack attack. So I can make a okay attack attack attack. That's an official attack attack. God bless. Note that now. We should get a button. One of these days, we, got, we get a soundboard. gotta be to, great. We got to get both of us sang in unison yeah, yeah. and hit the button. So, so I can hit the button to silence you whenever I want. And then we'll just go back and forth. And then we'll have to take <laughs> out the we'll button. Both, yeah, we'll have to <laughs> immediately remove the button. Because <laughs> we both just use the button to be like, no, you're done. <laughs> no, you're done. <laughs> Yeah. And then we get real spiteful about it and we're like well I'm gonna cut him off next time. Oh he thinks he's gonna <laughs> he thinks he's gonna stop. Oh. We we'll have like secret buttons that yeah, are we'll all have our like own Colin's voice. We we'll, like get other people to record lines. Like well, you you have one that has Colin saying and I have one that has Jeff saying it. We'll all have our own buttons. I'll hide them. <laughs> I'll unplug your button. Classic. Uh but anyway, so Avatar the Last Airbender is the, the live action adaptation of of the uh, animated show of the same name. Made by Netflix, came out this week. And um, it's been met with some mixed uh, mixed reactions. I just kind of want to talk about it a bit. So, no, we haven't watched it yet. No, we haven't watched it. And I really don't know if I intend to. Yeah. Um, based, you know, I wasn't very excited. And based off the reactions here, I don't think I have much reason to be. Is kind of how it sounds. I've never been like a, I mean, I liked Avatar when I was a boy. Yeah. But I'd say, I, um, well, this is going to sound like I'm being a dickhead. I kind of grew up a little bit. I mean, I'm not. Damn, you get them. I'm I'm feel like I'm trying to, but it feels like like the Percy Jackson thing where I see on like Instagram a bunch of adults being like, "This Percy Jackson show," and I was like, "Guys, it's not for you. Go watch fucking Shogun or something." I think you're right. I think there's merit to some of the things you're saying. I do, and people do that thing with Avatar that they do with, um, I don't know, the Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff, mm-hmm. which is like these are quite good children's shows that I really do think can be enjoyed. I wouldn't necessarily agree with you that, like, you can't enjoy Avatar. I don't even know if that's what you're trying to say, but, like... No. I think Avatar is a perfectly acceptable thing for, like, an adult to watch and be like, oh, this is actually pretty good. But I think because it's their favorite thing and the only thing they watch, I'm like, you gotta watch other things, dude. That I totally would agree with co-sign um, and yeah people just do that thing where they're like oh this is a good child show which actually means it's not even for children it's kind of really secretly for adults if you think about it and it's like no it's just a, a good children's show that doesn't treat children like morons like brain dead idiots right mm-hmm. it's like man what if we treated the children like adults and gave them a show or not like adults but, but treat, them like they, thinking, treat them like human beings, yeah. like thinking feeling human beings and gave them a show that had like actual character arts and you know themes and ideas that are like actually well like and so then people go, man, this is so unlike most children's media, which is dog shit, it's not just dog shit, just <laughs> moving colors, un- un- unbelievably good. Um, but I'm a big fan. I would say I think I, I actually saved someone's tweet. Where is it? Uh, here it is someone said, whenever someone says this children's cartoon was actually for adults, what they tend to mean is this children's cartoon did not approach children like they were a clueless, undeserving audience. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel, and we've talked about this a lot. Which is like animation gets treated as this like second rate thing, and kids' media is like, well, whatever, they're for- it's for kids, and it's like. Sometimes people use that as an argument to defend children's stuff for some reason to be like, listen, the dog shooting is for kids. And I've always said like there's no reason kids don't deserve to have like Good quality knowledge. things to watch. Exactly. But so anyways, this this uh, live action adaptation thereof has come out and it's been mixed with met with some mixed uh, mixed reactions for sure. Yeah. So let's see, Let's bring it up the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't perfect, but you know, gives something. It's got it's got a nine point three on IMDB, so there you go. Hmm. Paid for it. Chills. 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 Okay, 59 from critics, 75 from audience. So it, it seems like kind of... Yeah, mixed is the best way to do it. It doesn't seem like it's overwhelmingly good or bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I've just been kind of fascinated seeing it, especially from the outside looking in, to, like, their reactions. Because it's just... It's the type of thing. And, like, we're not strangers to this, right? We, um... I mean, most of what we cover is, like, franchise, nerd culture-type bullshit, right? Mm, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, but there's definitely seem to be, like... It, like you said, there's a lot of people where, like, this is their favorite show, and it's just that kind of, you know, this confluence of things that happens here where it's, like, I love it, or and I don't really want it to be criticized, or I hate it, and then you just get that thing that spirals out of anything like this on the internet, where you have people who, or not even have people, pretty much all people, right, want their opinions to be, like, validated and, and confirmed. The correct one. Yeah, and so you get people who are like, this show's bad, am I Right. Or don't you all agree with me that it's bad? And if you don't think it's bad, then you're kind of just, you're not even just like sharing a different opinion, but I think you're kind of an idiot, don't you think? And there's people going, oh, you guys can't actually think it's bad. Like, it's it's this idea that people get in their heads that other people can't reasonably have <laughs> differing opinions from them. In any way. That come from a, you know, normal, genuine place of, of you know, good faith criticism. It's like, well, if you dislike Avatar then you must just be a hater who has a hate boner out for this show, and we're going to always hate it. And then it's like, if you like it, it's like, you're just deluding yourself because you like Avatar too much, you can't accept that it's bad. Um, But I gotta say, again, as someone who hasn't watched it, it seems like the criticisms are pretty well-founded. Yeah, especially the stuff we've heard throughout its production before it was released. The showrunners leaving, them taking out a bunch of story arcs, taking out Ozai's Comet, changing Aang. Like, they just kind of changed everybody. But they they didn't take out Sozin's Comet. But they've taken out, like, the time crunch element of it, because they need to, because the actors are all going to get old, and it's going to be weird, so it's like, they'll just kind of use the comet when they're ready for it, instead of having it be this looming, like, we need to kind of Mm. thing. So they can be like, well, actually, it's been four years, and the comet's they can just say whatever they need, I guess. Which, there is so many examples of that throughout this, which just seems to suggest that it's like, it was kind of doomed from the beginning, almost, for lack of a better term, right? Like... So many things where people are like, guys, come on, you have to make this compromise and this compromise and this compromise because this is a live action show and not a cartoon anymore. At which point at some, you know, some stage I just have to ask like, then why? Right? Mm. Why make this? Who's this for? Right? And you're like, guys, of course it was going to be bad. <laughs> it was like, like, I, not literally that, but I, I told you there is lots of people who are like, guys, Like this is a common sort of like. Criticism. Counter, well, like, counter-criticism most that mm. I've seen, which is like, guys, come on. It was never going to be as good as the show. We all knew that. The show's so good. The cartoon's so good. This was never going to be halfway as good. Why are you complaining? Or like, guys, we knew it was going to be rushed. It's a live-action show with only eight episodes. Or like, guys, we knew the fight, the action wasn't going to look as good. It's a live-action set of cartoons, which are like, you know, maybe an inherently better art form for certain things, right? Yeah. Maybe for like a, ho- a show that's devoted like really fluid, dynamic, Animation. kung fu based power magical, system, magical element powers. Yeah, maybe it's maybe cartoons are just better at that, man. Yeah, maybe we can kind of bend the rules of reality just a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. Nope. And then people are like, so it had to be bad. And then, so oh, so they- I had to be good. He had to regret kill- <laughs> Burning Zuko. <laughs> and it's just like I-, I I agree with some of that. I hear what you're saying, but then my thing just comes back to it. So then, again, well, then why? If you're like, guys, you shouldn't have been so critical, you should have been like me, who knew going in it was going to have all of these flaws inherent to the medium they've chosen to tell the thing in. And then it's like, if you knew it was going to be bad for all these reasons, why are you giving it the benefit of the doubt at all? i you even watching it. It sounds like you're just like, yeah, man, I knew this was going to be worse, and I'm just going to watch it, though, because, well... <laughs> Fuck it. If it was gonna be worse, then why are we do it? like why are you giving them the benefit of the doubt to be like, guys, they made a worse thing, but they did it on purpose. They made it worse <laughs> on purpose. Don't you get it? Like Guys, it's all okay because they meant to do it this way. I don't get it. I really don't I don't I don't feel that uh, the, the same the same kind of idea there. I oh, yeah. I what you're saying. Also like there's this all these funny ones of like, okay, so it's live action, so it, again you're gonna have a hard time fitting it all in. And then this first season is longer than the first season of the cartoon. Except they've like, apparently, again, we have not watched it, but apparently it's just crammed full of like all this expository dialogue all the time. So Mm -hmm. it's like you have more time, but somehow you managed to use it less efficiently. Instead, it's just you know, you cut out half of the little like side adventure plots, right? The, Mm -hmm. The filler episodes, you've streamlined it all, but then somehow managed to fit less in and also make it like clunkier. Like, what's what is going on here? Yeah. And so my thing is like, okay, what's the one thing that a live action adaptation is going to have over an animated adaptation for a story like this? Maybe like the thing I've said before, which is like the kind of like personal, human, like character development aspect of it, which is that maybe people can relate better to real human beings going through this than, than cartoons. But it turns out that's one of the most common complaints is that they've butchered almost everybody's character arcs in this. Yeah, what are we doing, man? What's even the point of any of this? Who decided this was a good idea? Why did we make a show into a show? I don't care. That's exactly it. We already made it, We already made it into a movie that nobody liked and everyone <laughs> hates, like, famously. Because we've talked about before, like, certain adaptations, right? The mm-hmm. value that can be there. It's like, okay, if you adapt a game to a TV show or a movie, then you are... You're not taking a... You, you know, you're taking something that's already a visual medium, right? And you're translating it to a different visual medium, but you're making it more accessible to people who wouldn't play video games. Okay, fine, right? Or if you take a book and you translate it to film or TV, you're taking a non-visual medium and translating it to a visual medium, right? You're, you know, there's there's some value there. But, yeah, for this, you're taking a, sh- a TV show and translating it to a live-action TV show, which, yeah, according to these people's own admission, is like an inferior medium for that in almost every way. hmm Great. Good job, guys. Glad we did this. Knocked it out of the park. I just don't get it. And again, it's that type of thing where like pe- people are, it's been out for like three days and people are already like, enough with the criticism, enough with the hate. Can we stop with the discourse already? And it's like, I don't know. I mean, if, it, if this goes on for months and months and it becomes like, you know, Star Wars, like I've complained about, where everyone's just hateful about everything always, then I get that. But it's just... It, it's not even been out for a week yet. It's not, it's not even been out for a week. So this is where I do feel like I understand when people talk about like, quote unquote, toxic positivity where it's like it's been one week and it's like guys you can't complain anymore you're making me sad it's like man if you're if you're gonna be sad about people being critical of a tv show then maybe you really do have too much like wrapped up in mm-hmm. or to turn it off and again like i know i've said the exact opposite on this show before of like why can't people be less mean about star wars so maybe i'm just a hypocrite but, yeah, but it's different you know you're head. a hypocrite it's different in my head i think oh yeah it's the thing you like and I I feel like I articulated why I was right and they're wrong. <laughs> so you want to hear some tweets and things I've collected? Sure, we'll do we'll do a couple. Discussing th- film said at best the show serves as a reminder of how amazing the Nickelodeon cartoon was. At worst, it makes M Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender feel like a mercy because at least that poor effort was only two hours long. <laughs> oh, Jesus, scathing out of discussing film. God damn. This guy just says no more live action adaptations of animated stuff. Got to go back to doing animated versions of live action movies. Time to do ten at the animated series. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I want Oppenheimer animated. Yeah, right? But all in Rick and Morty really style. Value here. Uh, I think it was The Onion did an article. M. Night Shyamalan. Well, well, well. Not so easy to make a live-action avatar that doesn't suck shit, huh? <laughs> That's very funny. That's fun. Like that. Um, I got This person says, I generally don't know what people want with live-action remakes. If it's too faithful, it's boring. And if it's too different, it's not faithful. I think people just want to hit off the nostalgia bomb and to feel the way they did when they first watched it. And that isn't how the world works. Um I agree with some of this person right this is a reddit guy and I feel like I, we've probably said similar things before honestly right mm-hmm. but I think the thing we always say I mean it's like it's not really a, a quantifiable thing but the answer is that if you're going to change stuff then make it good and <laughs> yeah, do it do it well <laughs> Give a shit, right? Which I know that's a heart like to just be like, "Whoa, we we did what you want." You complain this one was too similar, so we changed it, and you complain this one was too different, so we made it similar. Well, when were you? Uh, you never you were happy. And it's like, yeah, but either way, you got to make it good. Maybe maybe the answer's in the middle, I or saw, maybe maybe you just don't make it. The Weekly Planet said, the meso over there on the Weekly Planet, different podcast, a podcast that is no way similar to ours in form or function." And he's they were talking about uh, what's it called? The movie. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. And it was like, they were talking about these people who were like, well, you guys said you wanted like a grittier, better espionage-based, lo- grounded thing in the MCU, and then you got one and you didn't like it. And he was like, yeah, well, you know what? Also, it should have been good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, right? Sometimes it's, you can't just be like, well, we've given you what you wanted. No, man. It's got to be good. Yeah. If I say I'm hungry and you throw a rotten apple in my face and you go, well, why aren't you eating the apple? It's like, well, it's rotten. And you threw it me in the face. Exactly. Um, also, this person goes, I don't know what people want with live action remakes. I think the answer is they don't. They, I don't think any, it's like musicals. Nobody wants them and they (laughs) keep making them. Like, like Joker 2. That's a musical. Is that still Uh a musical? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. $200 million musical. God bless them. Uh, and they say, I, I think people want to hit off the nostalgia bong and to feel the way they did when they first watched it. I think that almost applies at least as much to the people making it though. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted to take advantage of people's nostalgia to get them to watch it. I don't think there's a bunch of people who were clamoring, right? Take the take Avatar and make it in live action and weird. Take it from me. Take it. I don't need it. I don't think anyone want, wanted that. Right? No, of course not. Now, if you're gonna make it, then people are gonna go, okay. I hope this is good and makes me feel the same way the thing I liked make me. And then when they don't, that's why they're gonna criticize it. But I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, oops, sorry. you people asked for this and you didn't, and you got what you wanted. And you and didn't you even, didn't like even it, touch didn't. it. It's like I don't think I don't think they did ask for it. Who was he? who asked for this? Right? Who would who would possibly ask? Also, for it? it's that type of thing where this like the internet can make you feel like people are a monolith, but it's a nuance there. And that's nonsense, right? To be like, oh, everyone hated liked this because it was too faithful, and everyone li-. and by that you mean you know I saw someone who said they didn't like it, and I saw someone who said they did. Like, yeah. it's just, I just saw know, four tweets total. Yeah, some people like that it's faithful, and some people don't. I'm sure I've seen people be like, I like that it's different. If, it, if I wanted it to be the same, I would just watch the original. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you should though. I've just done that again. Yeah, I don't really get that logic of like, well, it's different for the sake of being different and that's good because at least it's something new. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, the AV Club also disliked it, apparently. Not the AV Club. Um, this guy goes, I think the big laugh- big outlets have generally disliked the writing, acting, and tone and don't believe it kept the spirit of the original, which those seem like a, like pretty, you know, I don't want to say objective, but like those are pretty valid criteria by which to judge anything. Anything, right? Yeah. Um, and people and this guy's kind of saying the same thing i was he says writing and acting is not one of the things that should be forgiven when adapting an animated series it's damning that a cartoon has better writing and character development than in a live action show which agree because this is people like guys come on you have to forgive stuff in the translation right not everything's going to be the same and it's like yeah but there's no reason the writing and the you know characters should be worse right mm. that's not if you go listen the, the action's going to have to look different inherently fine but yeah if you also can't even make the characters as good then what is what is this for? Mm. you're just making like low budget avatar like like avatar we have at home why but also it's way more expensive than a cartoon it, ever why? was why is this just and i'm sure there's people who are like oh this will get new people into it i feel like there's relatively few like young people who are gonna be like oh i'm gonna be an avatar fan now i think like this is almost exclusively really is appealing to like millennials who were like children when avatar came out. And now they're like, "Woo, yeah, I love avatar.
1: Pretty and much. again, this
0: person then replied to that going, I think it's weird to say that. Blah blah. blah. Um, let's give some respect to the animated medium, blah, blah, blah. if it, if the writing's not as good, it just means it's not as good as the show, which is one of the best shows of all time. So it's not really fair to judge it against the original show. And again, I'm like, I think it's exactly fair that that just proves further why they didn't need to make this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so then this is guy, again, the opposite, where I'm like, well, this guy likes it more than us, seems to be an idiot. Again, or again, we haven't really watched it, but I've always... I, the thing is, we. I guess I was biased going into it because I assumed it was going to be good and doesn't need to be made. And so I'm going to choose those ones which confirm from <laughs> our bias. My bias. This guy goes, I'm at episode three and I don't see why the reviews are so bad. I think it's great. Sure, it's very different, but I prefer that. You can't do things. That's why one-to-one retelling is impossible. And again, it's like, I don't... That doesn't disregard the other reviews. I don't get it to be like, well, they have reviews with genuine critiques, but I think it's kind of fun, so I don't get theirs. I think they're wrong. (laughs) They must be wrong. It's the kids who are wrong. Um, This guy says, yeah, before the show came out, they were like, it's okay, they're cutting so many things. They'll find out other ways to do the character development, world building, etc. And I couldn't help but think they were being a bit too generous. (laughs) because um, yeah if you're like guys we had to change the character and the, the stories and the events and uh, now the characters are worse isn't that fine yeah, we change everything about the show and then slap the name on it still yeah exactly a lot of people have said something to that effect right as many people are like oh I'm glad it's different at least I'm not watching the same show that's fine a lot of people are like I feel like they've gutted the entire point of this whole show because um, you fundamentally changed the story and the characters I wouldn't mind except they didn't replace the growth with anything you can't take out a character how a character becomes who they are and suddenly they are. Time passes, and they get more experience, but that's not growth. Don't um, post a clip of, like, he does the um, the, the airball thing, and he smashes into a... And it's, like, it's just goofy and dumb. They do this thing in the in the show, in the live-action show, where they, like... Because, you know, that part of that is he goes, like, he goes off screen. Yeah. Like, out of the shot, and then he swings back, and he goes, whoa, ha-ha. And this is just, like, he just goes, like, woo-wee, wee wee and he, and he stays in frame the whole thing, and he just hits the thing. And it's just... It takes away the spirit know, of it. it. Takes away the spirit of it. it take, like, there was, like, this... Again, it's, I mean, maybe this is nitpicking, but there's like, oh, look at, in the anime, you can tell that he does this like spiral thing and then it gets out of control and the spiral gets all wide and he smacks, right? And this is just like, they just needed to put it in without like thought of like how this should look or work or what is what is the physics of this? What's the purpose of this? Because animators care about that type of shit. And then uh, that's the funny thing is that then you get in a live action show where it's like, look at, these are real people. We're really here on set and we're doing it. And somehow you made a thing that looks less real. realistic. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Also, it just looks shit. Look at this fun green, interesting. Like, cartoons are so colorful and nice looking, and then you, all these animated. they gray. I mean, anime, all these Netflix shows are all just fucking gray. They all just look terrible. How'd they forget how to make TV shows, dude? Between this and lighting and fucking right, Percy Jackson's the same, and they all just fucking suck. At Halo. No one knows how to Halo? make TV shows. How'd they all forget how to make TV? Did we kill them all? Did, did they all not die tell with me? COVID? Did they do a big, like, is there some kind of purge like a stalin-esque purge where they got all the people who knew how to make things in hollywood and now it's just we're left with this we're left with whoever works at netflix <laughs> and we're left with david zaslav <sighs> any other tweets i'm fascinated by the way streaming era has given rise to mind-bogglingly expensive shows that look super cheap uh we talked about the guy i think it's admiral Zhaozak. Yeah. he didn't know he was in avatar he thought he was in blue avatar that's pretty fun yeah um this person just said just kind of sums it all up I've never watched an animated show where there was a moment where I thought, wow, I wish I could watch this same show, but not animated and worse. <laughs> How do you feel? So, we talked about um, obviously, we watched One Piece live action when it came out, and you're a big One Piece guy, and you big were bad. overall pretty positive. But do you think any of this kind of stuff doesn't apply a little bit to One Piece? Oh, it absolutely does. Absolutely does. Do we need it? No. I did saw... I really want it? No. Am right. I glad it's not awful? Yes. Yeah. But I... And it did that thing. It definitely did the thing of getting more people into it, which is yes. cool. Yes. That's cool. But I saw someone say, I think it was it was uh, the Cosmo Variety Hour. God bless him! God bless him. I bless that guy. He's got great movie content and stuff too. Bit he of a contrarian. He's a big. I don't know if, he, I don't know if he is, Jack. I don't know if he's guy. Is he though? Is he I, really? I think he absolutely is. He's got a whole video about it. I think he absolutely <laughs> is. and I think he likes it. I think that's part of his character. <laughs> he revels in it. He revel, he revel. He definitely revels in it. He um. Well, so in that spirit, he was like, actually, I didn't. I, actually, I didn't like One Piece live action very much. And his thing was just like. Yeah, it kind of, it's pretty accurate and it's kind of faithful, but it just does everything that the manga does, but it does none of it better. Yeah, that's and true. So in which case, you're just like, why, right? And I, and listen, I get that. And again, he said, like, it's cool that it got people into it, but as someone who was already a big fan, who's read it and stuff, he's just like, I don't know if this show has any value for me. And I, listen, again, so, so it's the same thing, I, I kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, this person says it looks like a, a moderately impressive Super Bowl commercial, <laughs> which would end with a tagline, like, Doritos, the firebenders of the snack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny oh this person's like the cgi isn't actually bad so people criticizing the cgi actually undermine other criticism which maybe there's more too um just yeah they transformed all the dynamic complex female characters into meek bland katara doesn't have a strong will zula doesn't have a commanding presence suki may entirely all fall flat no not the women come on guys we can't take away everybody's arc um, in general, I'm not a fan of live-actioning animated stories. It can be done well with a bold creative team, a healthy budget, and a new conceptual take on the material. But usually it just ends up highlighting how expressive animation And I think that's, I think that re- this guy really nails it. Because, yeah, does this have any of that? Was there a real new conceptual take on the material that these guys came in with of, like, we have a real reason why we think this is worth doing? Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. Just like all these, bo- I literally, it's not very charitable, Jack. I'm not being very nice to the people who hide when I say this. But sometimes I really get the sense that they just think like we know what we're doing, like we know how to make movies and stuff better than you because you know we have all the this money, is what we do. And then when it comes to these animated these animated adaptations and these like video game adaptations, they're like, well, we know how to write stories. You guys just make your silly little video games. You're a trillion dollar industry, is bigger than TV and movies put together. You guys don't know what you're doing. You don't how to sell stories. You give it to us. We'll tell you where the we'll story goes. the real story with John Halo, you'll see. <laughs> This is gonna be good. you guys don't know what you're doing over there. You just go your pew pew action aliens movie, but us will show you. Kelly, I make him fucking alien. <laughs> How do you like that? Did you like? Oh no, you, oh you didn't. Can I interest you doing that. You didn't enjoy it. Oh, oh what do you mean, Frank or Fred? No, no, no. Fanik. This beloved He'll <laughs> feed a pigeon that said this episode <laughs> spoiler. This beloved animated show. If we just take this and just have it be real people, it'll be better for the for us having graced it with our touch, <laughs> our presence just don't get it, man. And ultimately here's the thing. If you like it, fine. <laughs> um keep watching it and you don't have to engage with people being critical. Um, but you also shouldn't be like worked up about it. I'm also like, don't turn off the episode. I'm sad that people didn't like it. Um also if you didn't like it, you you do yeah, you don't need to convince people that it's bad. That it's bad. Just stop watching it. Does everybody leave each other alone. That's what it comes down to most of the time, isn't it? That's kind of the big overarching thing we get at on this show a lot. It's we always like, come back around going, eh, ah, wait, just leave it. Everyone on everyone discourse is too much. If you just stop, yeah, If you're being upset by arguing with other people, maybe just don't. Yeah. Again, it, what it seems like you're not really going to convince anyone that the thing they like is bad, and you're not going to convince anyone that the thing that they have really legitimate c- criticisms of that it's actually just fun and good. And a good secret masterpiece. masterpiece. So just don't. Maybe. Again, it's just kind of mid, and you just accept that. You don't have to be like. It's it's good because I like it by merit of me liking it. It must be good. You can just be like, it's fine. Man. I like it, and I don't care if you don't. should do that more. But also, you, 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 it's, it's okay to demand better things. That's the other thing, I guess, as well. If you like it, fine, but don't... Come on. It can be better. It could be better. It's kind of dog shit, maybe, so... Come on. What are you doing? Avatar, baby. Avatar, baby. It's no. shit, and we knew it was going to be shit, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Or it's not. Again, if you like the. <laughs> So it's fine. Come on, <laughs> come on. Let's not pretend. But we'll act tech out of a, a show we think is bad. It'll be done in twelve years. So into a, really a show cool. we think is. Maybe that's what we'll, do, Jack. We'll, do, we'll do it at the end. Forty-seven years from now, when they have finished all three seasons of that, they will do four. Watch it. They just—they're just like we're really going off. Book four do Four more seasons. The Aang is twenty-three years old. He's gonna fight the Fire Nation, baby. He's, he's a forty-year-old man. He's really gonna take it to Fire Lord <laughs> Ozai. The Guy was I was like, Is dead. So we get a new guy. He's a buff guy from. Uh, the good doctor <laughs> yeah the chadley doctor whatever his name is <laughs> and he's sad about he didn't want to burn zuko he's sad but he just had to burn his son to the in the face in front of everyone else <laughs> in a in an agni kai that he challenged <laughs> i can't even understand i can't remember. again we haven't seen it we just saw the clip but there's literally this part where it's like the scene of him burning his son's face and then but he's like oh my face look at the act and people are like oh my god the acting he does in this oh, wow, it's beautiful, it's incredible. It moved me to tears. And I'm just, tears. Because of how bad it was? Because how horrible the situation is? <laughs> to be like, look at the depth of his emotions. And it's like, he's not supposed to have any depth. He burned it. his son in the face. He's a psychopath. He's no, just a bad, like, the, the main villain. of Again, it's a thing for kids, ultimately. Our it's, villains can be villains. The villains can also just be a villain. Even Azula, I mean, this is a that's a much more controversial one because people want to be like, "Well, oh, she's she's fine. We can redeem her too." And again, it is a show where like the whole big thing is Zuko gets redeemed. He's got one of the coolest redemption arcs in like, anything. Yeah. It's like really well done. So yeah, but also his dad is just evil. They can't all be redeemed. If Zuko if Zuko gets redeemed and the dad gets redeemed and Azula mm-hmm. gets redeemed, it's like was anyone really bad? Then, who, then who's doing the invasion? <laughs> the invasion, right? Come on. He burned his son in the f- you can't. There's no way to like. Can't pivot out of that. Can't girlbosh your way out of that one to be like, guys, come on, he had to. He's so sad. Can't gate keep guests like girl boss because this, you're, this your son spoke he, up in yeah, a this meeting. This situation he entirely orchestrated. And then he banished me. <laughs> but he, was, he didn't want to. He, he banished me about. on a fool's errand. Silly. All right. So okay. now we'll actually act attack. Halo. Into Halo. Halo, John. Halo, the Halo. Episode four. Halfway through this fucking season. Thank God. It's just called Reach. The fucking titles of these episodes are lame as shit dude dog water (laughs) visigrad sword reach Reach. why is this one called reach (laughs) i I wish that i knew (laughs) it's just nothing it's just a nothing title i'm sorry but it's just like it's what this whole yeah the whole season takes place on reach we know (laughs) we know the whole time (laughs) they've been on reach the whole why is this one reach whatever so it's there they're here it's like we saw last episode the covenant are invading um you know and it's pretty on target like Consistent with the established lore, Jack. Oh, we love that. The Covenant got to land. They have to hit boots on the ground. Um, they can't just right away glass it because the generators are still functional. The, so pr- the orbital protections. The orbital protections are still in place. All the orbital mat uh, guns are are still still operating. So the big thing is we got to defend the generators. Although, except we don't really defend the generators. So I don't know. Uh, that doesn't actually happen in this episode. He <laughs> tells us we have to and i'm and i'm Captain forced keys to is, believe him yeah admiral keys is like we're uh, we're really worried about the generators and i'm like this is good this is good and then most of the episodes like oh we got to evacuate civilians which is nice um but like you defend the you defend the orbital guns so that you can so that you can evacuate the civilians i don't know that's the whole thing right that's what happens at the end of the fall of reach like the book mm-hmm. that's the big thing is that all the spartans are like all right we got to go back to the ground so that we can all defend the generators and that's where they all die like most of the Spartans die defending their generators to the last man. Um, so we can do Halo Combat Evolved. So we can do Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> Said every week. And then you do like Halo Reach which is a similar thing is that like the, the, the guns buy enough time for the to get the fragment of Cortana to the Pillar of Autumn and you give it to Captain Keys so that Captain Keys can give it to Spartan Master Chief and Cortana can do Combat Evolved and we can get to whatever and we can find the thing and we found Halo. Look at that. So uh, this first the first insert, <laughs> insert ending monologue of Halo Reach here. <laughs> first uh, scene of this episode is Vanek feeding pigeons on the roof. They brought pigeons with them for some reason. I thought Vanek was going to watch some Animal Planet. I thought I was hoping it would just be like 2000's Animal Planet. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> if does like he, hundreds he just, of years he, in the future. He's watching Planet Earth. He's just got like, what's his name? Uh, just, yeah, right? David Yeah, David Embro, A man who died 500 years prior to this. That would be fun. But. He like does the rock eyebrow to one named Keith. <laughs> I just know The no, rock eyebrow. He does it. like are right. No, Jack, you're completely... <laughs> <laughs> and then the physical family goes, oh my god, explosions! <laughs> and then all of the corporal's family dies in an explosion. Yeah, her apartment they, building is just... They bomb it. I it's don't good. know why the covenant saboteurs went for her <laughs> They knew apartment. she was there, they're like, get this bitch. They're um, worshiping Christian God over here. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe they're like, hey, she's the one who translated the message. Get her! Get her! <laughs> oh, she was an hero. Oh, well. I don't know what they're really doing this with, like... Because, again, the they the whole- Okay. Because it should just be boots on the ground at this point. Maybe they have some smaller ships that were doing it. I don't know. We don't really see. So they have that tank. The, the blind guy. Well, we we'll get to him. Yeah, they do have a tank. So they must be landing, like, smaller craft getting past it. I mean, because they have boots. Yeah, they have, They somehow landed a bunch of soldiers. Yeah, so we got a bunch of elites. We got, um... What is it? Sorin talking to Halsey in the Hollow room. I actually thought this stuff wasn't, um... Terrible. Yeah, actually, but- this stuff was kind of interesting. I gotta say. Yeah. Um... They had some interesting discussions and, and, and whatnot in this episode. Yeah, so their whole... Uh, the through line for them for this whole episode is that Hall's is like, I let you escape. Like, you didn't actually, like, escape from yeah, us. I let like, you go. He's all like, I hate you. and I made my own life. You kidnapped me, and I escaped from you because you're evil. And I? I got away by myself, and I did my own life, and that's... The way it I, is. And I paid, and that's how I got you, didn't I? I showed you, didn't I? I got all my payback. The best revenge is a life well lived, Halsey. And she's like, "Yeah, man, I know. I, I let you. Like, I'm cool with that. I let you Turns out. Turns out, I'm actually completely cool." And he's like, "Oh no, my reason for living, it's gone. My, my son. whole concept of the of what my life has meant, maybe it was fall is built on a fault faulty premise." But this crazy lady just was doing fucky shit the whole time. I didn't under. I didn't have the fuck. Full- oh no! Turns out she was just kind of fine with it. Yeah. So- I built my whole life as on the foundation of like I showed you, mom. <laughs> Turns out my mom didn't even care. What the fuck? I was met with apathy. I was met with apathy, and that's the worst worst thing of all. Hate is not the opposite of love, it's apathy. Holy shit. Um and she's like, Does your son have Spartan powers or what? <laughs> is he cool, awesome? Her and her perpetual science brain of it all, like, I need to, the next step in human evolution. Have I done it? Have I done evolution? Um, so I think this is pretty good. I think it's pretty on target for Halsey. She's not like comically evil or anything. No. Um she's just kind of but she is a matter of fact of like well, they all looked up to you, and but then you failed your augments, so we needed a new guy. So I needed to shuffle you off so that they wouldn't worry about it and uh, get a new Do one. Do the big cane off stage and ink. Yeah. put John in the center. Like John, the coolest guy ever. It's not traditionally Soren's role, I mean, I mean traditionally, I mean the one short story he appeared in. Um, so traditionally, it's not quite like that. But his deep lore. He does have some interesting stuff, and he. They also um. She says a thing I would like. Did she say it about letting him choose? Did that come up? I don't remember remember either because he does have an interesting dynamic that like in the book he's he's the only one she lets choose she lets him decide right mm. and in this we, we do get master chief's kind of thing which is like a, a lady showed up and gave me a coin and i guessed correctly 11 times and then uh, i knew it <laughs> a week later they came back and talked to me like <laughs> that's kind of his thing and with soren halsey rolls up and she goes do you want to come with me Soren? you want to be a spartan and he's like i guess because I'm a six-year-old orphan instead. He's got like a re- real depressing backstory. Yeah. His mother dies of illness and then his stepfather, I think he kills his stepfather. It's like, it's fucked. And then he lives in the woods. <laughs> um, and then later on when they do the augments, she's like, Soren, do you want to do the augments? And he's like, "What? you letting me pick? And he's like, yeah. why not? <laughs> That'll be fun. Let's see what happens. So this is what I'm doing this for this one for whatever reason. You know, her motives are still ultimately unknowable, but then he does. And then he gets fucked up, and then he just lives in the woods. again. It's Kind of soars this whole thing. Nice, nice. Uh, no pirate. No, he never becomes a pirate. No, he just dies on reach when they glass it. I guess oh. he's living in the woods on reach. It's <laughs> like, oh, what's happened? Aww. Oh shit! Should they glassed all the reach? But so, again, they make him into like, oh, he was the you were the leader, and they all looked up to you. So I don't know. It, there's, it's. I think there are discussions interesting. I think there's a fun part. So the corporal and Mary sheep run around for a bit, and there's a fun part. Um, I'll, we'll jump ahead a little bit because I want. I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, when they separate, and sheep's like. All right, good luck. She's like, that's all you're gonna say, and he's like, "What am I supposed to say?" I'm like, "All right, that's how he's supposed to be because he's agree. a killer." He's I agree. I like that. He's horrible. He doesn't know what people are. Um, right now we're 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 playing back through it. We're watching the big the the one the one one shot section they talked about. I didn't even I totally forgot about that. When I was watching this that there was supposed well, to. be it's that. big. It's like it's weird because they cut between like the Master Chief parts are are all going for the illusion of being a one shot. But then they are cut up by these other scenes, so it's not as impressive when yeah. they go like, "Oh, it's, it's basically one big winner." It's not. Real. I mean, it's obviously not any. It's not. But whatever. Hidden but, cuts. Yeah. Um. The, I think it's more apparent than in the upcoming one. They so they meet up with um Vanek and and Riz who are out there fighting already, and then that's a pretty big sequence of of yeah the uh, hidden hidden cuts and stuff hmm. where um we got the the, the other guy the. The uh, what's his name? Oh, geez. It's like Douglas or something. No, it's not that. The the washout blind guy. Yeah, who yeah. also failed his augment. Um, he's here. He's doing the thing we were talking about, which is like I can hear you, and he's like shooting <laughs> <"S- "S- "S- laughs> with. Which I, I called it Jack. That's fun. His husband's there. Um, a good god, don't they, they both die immediately? He's like I can help the wounded. It's like you're not a military personnel. What are you doing? I guess he's a doctor. Is that the idea? Yeah, he's like a physical therapist. Oh, that's right. Of course. So. He's like, I'm going to render aid to these men with plasma burns. That's something in my wheelhouse. They cut a man in half with a plasma sword, something that we humans don't have access to. (laughs) That's something I'll be able to handle. Something our medicine has never had to experience. You got to appreciate the effort, I guess. He's Um, trying. Yeah, keep making that noise. I'll find your ass. (laughs) I mean, that's fun. I got to say. But yeah, we get a bunch of Spartans in this uh, with that. Lewis. Lewis 036. So... We talked about it last week, and I'm like, oh, they're going to get caught unaware, and that's why we have all these scenes without their armor, but that's fine. They'll get their armor. They don't get their armor all episode. They're, and they're just like, and oh, they're... no, they took our armor. They're like, where's our armor? They stole it. What the heck? Why? Why would they take... Who's going to use that armor? The other Spartans you've got rolling around? No, people I can't wear maybe. I feel like the implication is he's going to give it to his Spartan threes instead, because he likes them more. <laughs> I guess that's But there's so many of those, and they only got like four sets of... I guess all the Spartan armor. Maybe he took it so he could reverse-engineer it. I don't know. I mean, they're going to get it back eventually. We know they get their armor again, so whatever. Fine. Kind of dumb. But, um, yeah, I mean, this action's mostly kind of fine. They shoot a lot of elites. I do like that. Kill those damn... No grunts, though. You know, the elites kind of suck. It is part of the kind of lore that, like, the... those is not good at ground fighting. um, Because jackals and and grunts are big cowards, right? Brutes are, like, unhinged savages. Like, they just go you crazy with bloodlust every time they get in a fight and elites have their weird like honor yeah they're samurai honor i have a sword i'm gonna run at you with a sword for the blood of the gods or whatever and so they're all just they don't actually make a very cohesive like unit good military unit <laughs> which i think is is pretty on display here because there's just a bunch of elites running at them even though roots are they're huge and they're strong and they got plasma weapons they just run at you with a they choose to run at you with a sword half the time <laughs> so you just shoot them and they die And even though they have armor and they have, you know, shields, you shoot them enough that shields break and they die, which I think is cool. Um, Like I said, that's kind of consistent with the lore is that, like, on the ground, especially when you have Spartans who are themselves, well, at least when they're in armor, better than any one Covenant guy. And they're better trained and have better discipline. And they use guns. They have guns. It works out. So I think that's cool. Like, is there no, have we seen grunts in this show yet? Like no, no, yeah, no, no, there's grunts in the some. first season. Yeah, I was gonna say that must have been some. There should be more grunts, though. They are they, the grunts. That's exactly it. <laughs> they're using the elites way too much. It's like, oh, look at look at the massive amounts of uh, of elites that we send at you in waves, like cannon fodder. Like, no, that's not what they do. That's they're the, the elites. They're the leaders. <laughs> they're the elites. They're the military elite. Whatever. Who's paying attention? Not these writers. That's um, for he sure. He he kills a wraith, yeah, with his thing. Then we got this guy, uh, the Arbiter, we think, right? Yeah. Um, He's here, he, and so they steal Cortana, it turns out. That's what their thing is. They wanted to get Cortana, uh, which is bad. <laughs> that is bad. Yeah, they can't have Cortana, because then they'll find Earth. She's got all their data. Uh, so they roll back up to Fleetcom. They're like, I'm here. We're here. And, he's, and that's when he's like, yeah, see you, Corporal. <laughs> have fun. Um, oh, this is where we meet up with Vanek. He was on with him before. and He's like, Vanek's here, and I'm like, I was killing a bunch of elites in the, in the basement. Good job, Vanek. You'll oh, be, be with us for the rest of the season. Um, And so, Admiral Keyes is still here, because the last episode, he's like, screw you. He's like, I'm Master Chief. I can't say I told you so, but I guess you I guess told me so. So, uh, take your armor, and uh, we're going to defend Reach, maybe. We'll try. So, he does a big speech, which I have mixed feelings on. On the one hand, I'm like, this is pretty good. This is, like, very much the spirit of Halo, I feel. Mm. Right? Again, the spirit of that whole, like... Give a speech, when the war. Give a speech, win the war. The whole, like, of, you know, facing unwinnable odds and doing it anyways, and we won't go gently into that good night type of shit. That's what that's a I would say like a big kind of theme of Halo, because again, the whole thing is like, oh, we're fighting an alien foe that has you know near limitless resources compared to us. We're facing truly unwinnable odds, and we're gonna we're gonna try anyways. Um, it's just, but it it's pretty cheesy. I think most of his speech, none of it's like really big, like moved me. I'm just like, okay, he's doing he's doing a thing. He's doing like a speech. Mm-hmm. He's reading his lines. I get it. I don't know. Um, he did that thing again, which I hate. Where he's like, "John, get over here." He's like, "You know him as Master Chief." It's like you—they say that like it's his name, or it's just so weird. That's just a title or like a rank. Like yeah. they all have in the military. What do you mean you know him as Master Chief? I mean, yeah, tech like by definition, but not like that's not his like epithet. Yeah, you know him as Master Chief Petty Officer One One Seven, John One One Seven. Like that's his. It's to- But that'd be like you know me as Admiral. Like, yeah, we know you as Admiral because you're the Admiral. We call you. We do call you Admiral Keys. But what do you? T- Huh? What like do you mean? Your first name is an ad? not Mister. What if they said the Master Chief? I think that's some because you're like, okay, we, there's a lot of Master Chiefs in the military in our in our Navy, but that's the Master Chief. We know him. Yeah. But again, being like, you know him as Master Chief. You know, you know him in that big green arm that makes him look a hundred. You, <laughs> you know him, Mister Chef, the guy. You know him, Doctor Halsey. Everyone <laughs> loves her. Um, Sora meets up with them. Soren and Halsey after they They're took our time like, where's my up there. where's our daughter She. Like, oh John oh Catherine Are you? Doing? or not John who's his name Jacob Yeah, Jacob hmm. Ka- Catherine oh boy this is awkward I thought it was actually funny what does Soren say I don't know he's like I'm I'm here too <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, I'm, I think know. I'm gonna head out now I think I've <laughs> done all I can do how do I get off this planet uh, but he can't which is good I think so I. he starts to have a bit of an arc of like he, he seems to kind of fall back into it of like well I gotta do my Spartan thing now even I'm, I am do not want to be, and I'm grumpy about it. But duty calls, kind of thing. Like when the when the moment arises, he's he's kind of back on his horse, which mm. I, I like that element of it. Mm. Yeah. So and he fall, You can tell like later on when they all meet up, he he like falls back into their like tactics. Like they work well as a team, even after all this time. I think I think that's neat. Mm. Um. So then the big thing is like we got to defend this bridge. Except we don't. We just kind of run away. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry. And sword. <laughs> um. I, like I said, so their whole thing is like we gotta defend this bridge, but they don't. They just kind of run away almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they go- we gotta get we again we gotta defend the, the civilians, which is a nice thought. And again, that's they've decided that's their whole mission, right? Um, they've conveniently been like, oh, we've got all the all the I guess all the main tech and all the important personnel. Everyone's already evacuated prior because they're jerks. Um, so really, the only thing we have to defend here is civilians, uh, the people, I guess. Which again is a nice thought, but. So they, they got to run back. They're like, oh, this ship, it's got like 12 people on it. We got to really make sure this one gets away. I mean, it's not literally 12, but I did think it was weird. I was like, this is a, this city was presumably home to millions of people, right? Yeah. For them to be like, this one transports the thing. It's like, wait, what? I'm sure, there are a dozen Is everyone more? else already dead or what? Yeah. Is there not dozens of these types of transports? If, if not, then I guess. Really whiffed, it. <laughs> yeah. No, not really many people are getting off, anyways, huh? So maybe you should just let ac- action was right and sound like, like pre- made a self fulfilling yeah. prophecy. Again, it's like I just think it would have made more. I mean, it's not as impactful, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't have a scene of like look at all these scared people huddled together on this ship that are trying to get away. But I mean, again, just like logically speaking, it would make more sense for them to be like, we have to defend this generator because that ensures that but thousands can- of people can escape. But yeah, whatever. Who's paying attention? Um, and she's just like oh they have Cortana so that's presumably going to be the thing going forward for the next couple episodes is they gotta get Cortana back that's a much bigger deal right mm-hmm. Um, and then so the ship's getting away and a bunch of jackals show up and then it's like oh we can't take off because the, the jackals are here the fuel lines are connected I gotta go out there Um, and he gets Captain Keys gets a big dramatic death I guess uh, I didn't like this really Um, not that it's like uh, again this is very Halo I guess it's like a guy to go down fighting right against some with the but Seems dumb. Uh, like, no one else could have grabbed that or, like, taken off or whatever. He should have sent her out, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he's like an admiral. But, like, I know that's not the honorable thing to do, but that's the logical thing to do. That's what you gotta do when you're an admiral. Mm-hmm. Like, the UND. I don't know, man. Gotta make those tough calls. Captain Keys is pragmatic enough. Everyone in the UNSC is. That's their whole thing. That's how they've made it this far, is to be like, you gotta do what you gotta do kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's why when your ship gets captured, you blow it up so that the Covenant can't find Earth. Like you, they scrap, you erase the whole system. We're like, I don't know. They know how to make those kind of tough calls. For then, I've seen where calls or uh, keys is just like, I gotta go out here and die. Me, and admiral with a lot of knowledge and know-how and, and skill and ability and and um, experience, all and that shit. I'm just gonna kill myself in the blaze of glory. You guys got it. Also, why the fuck do they all just stop? Can can anyone really explain that to me? The jackals. Yeah look like they're blind because they don't look at him. They what don't... the fuck is that? Like, that's what I was, I was like. Are they doing like a, what is this? Is this Jurassic Park logic? The jackal's vision is based on <laughs> movement? What's going I think so. Or sound. What is this? What's going on? Pulls out his pipe so he can get a light. <laughs> that's something, isn't it? Got a light? And he puts his pipe in his mouth? But I, then it lo- I don't. I don't get it. Why do they stop? Do they not perceive him as a threat? They all, But they literally all just stop moving and are like, okay, we're standing here now. Oh, I guess yeah, we just we'll it. wait. I guess we'll wait. And then he's presumably incinerated to a crisp. But if they need him to, he'll just come back anyways. be like, actually, I was fine. My pipe protected me. Who cares? I don't know. I mean, like, he's, like, like you alluded to earlier. Um, we say this every week, but how are they going to do Halo Combat Evolved now <laughs> without Captain Keys? <laughs> pickers his daughter but how are they going to do and then what is she going to die in cap- in combat Evolved? so then we get to not have her and <laughs> Halo 2 or in Halo 2 or 3. Right. <laughs> then we need to replace her with ca- Corporal Perez <laughs> and then we, it's, just a, it's just a line everyone gets pushed up one <laughs> or maybe Corporal Perez can be in place of Captain Keys who knows Ackerson. Can... anyone I don't give a shit who cares who cares so the final scene is all the elites pull up in this hallway and start going haywire on everybody there's tons of dudes who were just hanging out in the hallway for some reason, not out fighting on the deck where the jackals... If they had just all been out there fighting, then it wouldn't have been a big deal. Maybe Captain Keys would have survived. Hey, Why I mean, are you guys waiting in the hallway? What was well, has got... He told me... He said he's got a plan, <laughs> so I don't got to do anything. It's I'm silly. off. I got my day off right now. Um, Halsey cries about it in, in a very show of normal human emotions. That's cool. That's interesting. It's interesting. Like, Did uh, she still like him? What was their relationship like? What's it do with this? Very strained, but interesting. Um and they're fighting in the hallway. This is still pretty good as well. I guess you know lots of shooting. I hiding boys. behind a pillar because she's out of her depth. Yeah, yeah, very much out of her depth. Um, and then the elites are there, including our they actually, guy. the elites actually do some leading. There's like four elites, but a bunch of jackals. Yeah, they and hang back and they let the jackal. But again, also the jackals are very like half of these guys also just have sh- swords and shields. What are you guys doing? Yeah, the jackals don't have swords. I thought. That's no, that. this is this is a show thing. Because the, they have about they have the plasma have pistols. Guys. Yeah, yeah, or, or needlers. Or, yeah, they've got something. Need- there's no needlers. There's like one. There's a. There is, one is one. There's a, a needler. needler that shows up. In for- it's probably two. I guess it's like. Is that even harder to to do? Um, like visual effects wise, right? Because you can just you can just have. I don't even know how do you film something like this. Do you just have them blindly fight? Like, hey, pretend like you're shooting something, and then we will put in an elite who you know. There's probably a guy with like a f- uh, like a guy with mocap who's doing the motion probably most like of the here. time but like is that the case for all the jackals and stuff too or do they just say okay these guys all have melee weapons which makes it easy because then we can just animate them running at you while you fire at them and then they fall over dead while you shoot them instead of having to be like all right and then they shoot and then there's like counterfire although I mean they do a little bit of that but it's just these are those are clearly very specific moments right like look at there's a shot here where we go okay Vanek, someone's going to shoot at you so dodge it but then otherwise, it's all them just hanging out in a line behind cover, shooting wildly, right? Just yeah, shooting just and firing, basically. So. Him and the Arbiter have a sword fight, Um, but he immediately gets shot. <laughs> which is kind of fun. Um, And then, again, the whole, like, honor thing. He's like, what the heck? You've stopped my cool fight. And he Cuts his head off. Cuts his head off. I like that, actually. Huh. And um, then Vanek tries to save Master Chief because everyone's like, well, I guess I'll kill you anyway. Or, well, McKee stops. Oh, no, stops, McKee or, stops. That's right. I don't know how you stop someone mid-swing with a command like that. Stop! I had sex with him last season. <laughs> what did she say? Like we still need him? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So yeah, he, she he kills the one jackal who had a needle. Picks it up. <laughs> the um, one guy, yeah, the one asshole who brought his needle to work, and it doesn't work on the elite for some reason. But it it works. It really works on Vanek. His fleshy Vanek flesh. Fleshy Vanek flesh. <laughs> I mean, it, but the thing is, it looks like he pierces this the armor with at least one of those needles. Why doesn't it work on the elite? I guess the elite grabs it too fast. The elite knows what he's supposed to do, so he rips it out before it can go off. Yeah, he takes it out. Oh, he's you know it's the one he just got shot with, and he brings it and stabs. Yeah, him I know, but like, why doesn't it explode in him? It just explodes in Vanek. Bad luck for Vanek. Also, he shot him with a bun. I mean, it's it's plot armor. It's really, it needed to happen for reasons, but yeah, we need to get rid of him. Also, Kaizen- Vanek shot him like thirty times. That should that should have done a super combine, Jack. You got to put where the pink mist. But alas, uh, Vanek gets gets needled. Uh, you hate to see it. It's a real shame. Yeah, everyone else is dead except the part. All the important characters. Yeah. Even if, Even, even that not Vanek. So, Vanek goes down, too. I mean, that's fine, I guess. I don't care. I guess I care less about Vanek. Well, we, we need to swap him out for Soren. Yeah. We can't have two black guys who are Spartans. <laughs> uh, swap him out. So that's why we had to kill two of them this episode. <laughs> yeah. Just get rid of them real quick. I mean, also, again, the thing is, like, most of the Spartans die here. So, I guess I expected members of Silver Team to suck it and picked off during the fall. But, you know, I pr- we predicted that thing of, like, or other people did, but I, I agree with for Riz to be like, I actually do like being a Spartan, I think. I've come full circle. It's, this is my calling. And then dying doing it. hmm. You know, saving people on Reach. It's like sad, but bittersweet. Bittersweet. Bittersweet or whatever. So that'll probably happen too. And then maybe Soren as well will be like, oh, my son's here. Hey, son. My son. Hey, Quan, what are you guys doing here? I go out saving my son. Uh- Quan goes. What am I going to do next season? So, overall, I'd say the, interta- the action in this one's entertaining. I mean, it's better than a lot of the episodes, which are just talking, talking so boring and mind-numbing. I-, I guess they at least got to, yeah, they did action stuff, right? So, credit where it's due, I guess. I forgot shaved head. That yeah. awful. Yeah, her hair was way different. So, credit where it's due there, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's kind of all I got. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't got much to say about it either. It's We're halfway done. Like I said, the action's good, but then it just really—it just almost highlights how empty all the plot is. Yeah, it's just like, we just got to get to the action, and then that's the only halfway decent stuff we got. I can't be pleaded, I guess. Maybe this show just will never never win our hearts. I don't think it will. Because, again, it's like, oh, you did the thing I guess I asked for, which is at least, you know, halfway through we finally got to do some actual action stuff where Master Chief gets to sh- shoot somebody for once, but it feels empty. <laughs> yeah. Definitely does. plot's still just kind of, okay, we're doing the Fall of Reach. Yeah, it rings hollow. Rings hollow, doesn't it? It ho- hollow rings, just like the halo ring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, we can just wrap it. Up. Now it's like, how many? How are they gonna do the like? If it's almost. I feel like they blew their load almost kind of early. Love we still got four episodes, and it's like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Reach is kind of falling. We almost. gotta drag it out. I mean, I may, again, maybe next episode is them are like, all right, now we're at the generators. We're gonna defend the generators for an episode, and then. I don't know. In the, in the book, one of the things they have to do is is one of the orbital um, defense platforms goes down, or like, and so they have to get they have to send them there so that they can get in and wipe the computers because it's, it's location like, of like, the cold the cold protocol type thing. So maybe that could be one of the things they do at the end. One of the last episodes is like they have to go to space. It's not expensive though. We do see there's that uh, there's that one shot from the trailer though with well, space right? Space going to and the, the like, ship. Holy shit, the big space battle. So maybe that'll be that. Gotta yeah. hope and they get their arm back at some point. Well, yeah, exactly. So they have to get in there and, and, and wipe the computers on the orbital platform or something. Something like that. I don't know. We, I mean we still haven't seen the Spartan threes, that'll happen, so we'll there's see. stuff. They can ruin those and I can complain about all the ways that's also inaccurate and we'll have a good time. She'll make me cry, probably. Yay But not for not good. Not, like not in, in like in a dramatic, powerful way and just like uh, oh, I hate this. In a deep pit of sadness. Why are we making a why are we doing this for ourselves? Who God? could have done this? Why? All right. Alright. How are we doing? We're like two twelve. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. So we're right, right about here with us complaining about Halo. As always, you can find us uh, wherever your podcasts every single week. Find us on social media on Twitter at Ekatech Jazz. That's J A Z. On Instagram at The Echotech Podcast. And you can email us at EkatechJazz at gmail.com. Our intro was done by a friend of the show, uh, Joey B Music. You can find him uh, at Joey B Music on Instagram and on Spotify at Joey B, all caps. Uh our logo is on my friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at Inkocean.jpg on Instagram or on Redbubble. And as always we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say so goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night and Godspeed.